Texas law enforcement has seized over 454 million lethal doses of fentanyl during this border mission. Governor Abbott has said that the federal government has broken the ties between the United States federal government and the state. Governor Abbott says President Biden has refused to enforce those laws and is the back. We don't, we don't touch our police officers. We don't touch anybody. Thank you, everybody. I mean, we're hearing a change when it comes to immigration in general from President Biden on down. We're your hosts, Leah and what, Michelle. What are we talking about today? We don't even know. We don't even know what side is up right now. <laughs> it's been a day. It's been a night and a day. It's been a night and a day in the deep. We were in the deep, and that's why we were the day and the day. The day today was a little bit deep because the night and the deep was the deep. Uh, we were. That um, was literally nonsensical. <laughs> it was because it's not. It, we were in the hospital, Kirby. The we night were. and the day and the day was the night was deep. I know it sounds. That's, that, so, that is very. That was sensible. a really deep statement that you just made there. Yeah, the night and the day and the deep. So the I'm going to work on sharing this because I haven't shared it out <clears throat> um, anywhere on any of the platforms. And so if you're here, you mean to be here, mm -hmm. and I'm so proud of you, and I love you for it. We're handing out cookies to everybody. We are. We actually the website was down mm -hmm. earlier. And we um, had a misunderstanding about whether we were going to go on Brighteon tonight, which we didn't that think was we were the going big to. Thing. Um, we will not be on Brighteon. Uh, They'll be running reruns next week. For two weeks. Yes. But then we'll be back. And then our show is going to change on mm -hmm. Brighteon because we're not going to be doing a live program. Um, we are going to be doing pre-records that get uploaded. Uh, but we don't know when that's happening. That could be March, April, or May. <laughs> So um, we don't know where we're going with Resistance Chicks on the Brighton show because there are many paths for us to go down. And right. maybe you guys want to weigh in on it. Take a vote. We had... Um, like, we already do headline news here. This is not changing. The 7 p.m., which almost weekly is right on time at 7 p.m. because we come straight off of Brighton. We have like six or seven minutes and mm -hmm. I can get everything ready. And so that's this is the only timely show we do except for tonight. Right. Not timely. And we titled it Headline News Re Resistance Chicks because we, we kind of just thought that we could fit in naively when we first started mm -hmm. um, our Friday, Friday night show and we would just do an extra hour afterwards. One hour. Well, it turns out that um, with the two, you know, 22 minute segments on the Brighton network there's a lot more to talk about and because we're doing a weekly roundup right, right? um so we're we're we had scott casterson on tonight great show. and i'm really thinking fun. you guys would like to see people interviewed i know that we get people to interview in my messaging box every day and we don't have an opportunity to do that we have been in, we have interviewed people on the Brideon show in the past. 
And I think that that might be somewhere where we will go, especially with the pre-records. Um, the Brady Ann Network already lends itself to interviews. Interviews, mm-hmm. right? So the question is, guys, this this is the question. Would you like to see us doing more interviews and then utilizing that in mm-hmm. that in that Brighton segment mm-hmm. that then we would upload on our pl- other platforms, right? Mm-hmm. Or would you like to continue to see us do the headline news? Mm-hmm. Or would you like to see it more of a spiritual show? You know, we can it, it, whatever it is, it it's going to change. Yeah, I know that I want to get um, Pastor Rod Parker on, mm-hmm. and the the problem with me, and I, you guys have you guys figured this out. I don't do well with short shows because there's so once you start on a roll, mm-hmm. it's like you don't want to stop. And that's kind of right. who I am. And I, when, I, when when something is really good, you don't want to stop. Yeah, that's good. And what happens with the, the Brighton segments is it gets to be it gets to be so good. You just do not even tonight stop. with Scott. I mean, we could have kept talking. Mm-hmm. We could have kept talking. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I almost invited him to come over to the rest of our show, but I was like, no, we got a whole show to do. Because then we'll just <laughs> end up talking about one subject like we always do. Speaking of which, I think tomorrow night we're going to go on with Scott. Um, either just on his Podbean mm-hmm. or on our Rumble and his mm-hmm. Rumble and his Podbean, because um, we're making he's making that a regular show that Lee and I will be on occasionally or do for him occasionally mm-hmm. um, every Saturday called the Gospel of Peace. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited about that for you guys for Saturdays. That you know at least through the uh, for the winter months we'll mm-hmm. be able to participate in that. Um, we've got a revival happening. But next week we have a revival happening, right? Which is super exciting. The Dan Patch Revival wants you guys to join with us if you can in person or we will be live streaming that. And I will I will be live streaming that to Scott's Rumble, mm-hmm. right to the to the, the Barnes yeah, FM Rumble. Channel. I just want to start out speaking of revival. Um, I just want to speak peace to you guys. Um, many of you are in uh, situations and current situations that um, you can't get out of. Mm, and you know man. that if you were to just do. A, B, C, or D, that it would bring you peace. Mm. And the word of the Lord says that the peace that you're looking for is from within. And you will find the peace without when you find the peace within. I want to, we'll take this. And I'm not done with my oh, word. Oh, I'll go. Keep going. <laughs> it sounded okay. like, it didn't that sound okay. like the ending of a word? That's the, it, a, a period, it did sound period, like that. Next sentence. Keep going. Okay. Uh, because I, um, <clears throat> we had a really late night with Kirby and prayed and the power of God fell. And you can see kind of a wrap, a wrap up with that. I, I highly encourage you. I, can we change the title of that? Um, power of God falls with Rose. N- no, I would say um, God is performing miracles in the hospital Ooh, that because really she good. recounted mm-hmm. a lot of miracles that are happening in the hospital mm-hmm. right now. And I think we'll, more people will understand the power of that video when we change the title of it. Okay. Uh, Cause it's not just a Kirby update. It she, is, you're right. It literally was uh, the power of God coming, and we we witnessed miracles. We heard stories of miracles, and I want to speak miracles over you. And so I'm, uh, if you watch that video, the power of God will come into your house and your home um, <clears throat> in, a, in a very awesome and powerful way. I, uh, as a result, we got home pretty late and uh, in the morning. We got home in the morning. I was supposed to text Rose, and I forgot, and I need to text her now. Uh, probably Rose, we're home. She's like, make that when you get home. Um, and <laughs> it was very late. And this morning I got up and I couldn't um, stay awake, so I went back to sleep. What's wrong with that cheesecake? <laughs> it kind of exploded. You Why? whipped it. Remember, you whipped it. I did. It's extra whippy cheesecake. It's like extra I pie. cheesecake out of the oven. Hi, hi. Hi, hi. There's a, there's a funny story with that. Why would, why, why is there We don't need to tell that funny our, story. In our, in our, in we our, don't our, need to tell no, it. We won't tell it. Let's not tell it. Okay. Because I'm not selfish. 
Okay, we won't tell the story, but I think it's There funny. are some people in this world that know about that story, and they're going to get it. But okay. selfish. I just love cheesecake. Okay. All right. So we made somebody and cheesecake. And I make that really good cheesecake. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. For no reason whatsoever. It is. We did make somebody a cheesecake Leah. specifically for them. Okay, so we get we get back um, really late in this. Today, um, I got stuck in the presence of God inside, and I wanted to go outside. And the Lord began to speak to me something, and I will let you know uh, kind of on the outset of this episode that there are things that I enjoy doing and that bring me a lot of peace, and that is being outside. Mm-hmm. And when we have a day like today, all I want to do is be outside. But God had me. Did I have to say that? I'm so sorry. That's like saying everybody had a lot of fun and then you weren't there. Yep. Um, But God had me doing something else, which you want to be in the presence of God anyways. And I've been getting this word, fire and ice, fire Mm. and ice. And I keep seeing ice as in an ice cube or cold. And I'm like. I, I can see fire and water, but what what is fire and ice? But just but just elements. What's the website for Truth Social? Oh, it's Truth Social. Okay. I cleared my browsing data, and I can't <laughs> find anything now. So I get this. I've been getting this word fire and ice, fire and ice, fire and ice, fire and ice, fire and ice. And this weekend is this convoy, and it turned into a revival, and I have good news for you. Mm-hmm. Doc Pete said when they first started, only 10% of the, the sheriffs were behind them. And police and then, in general. And when, when he began to talk to the law enforcement down there and say, tell them what they were doing, 90% of law enforcement are now behind them because it's a revival. Yeah. And they're good. praying. And Pastor Rod Parker is down there with 20 members from his, his prayer team bringing revival at that, at that conference center. And, I, man, it's just awesome. We, Michelle, got a word from God. You know what? If you're going to come into this country illegally, you got, instead of going through the cartel, you got to go through the revival tent. And here's the deal, and this is what I said to Kesterson at the end of the show, because this is what the Lord was speaking to me while we were going live about that, is historically speaking, the United States government worked hand-in-hand with missions, Christian missions. Yes. And we actually still do today, whether you know it or not. We do. The government does. You think, you, think, for missions, yeah. you think that there's a separation of church and state? There's really not because we because the federal government understands that they need Christian missions, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, there would be nothing wrong with letting a Christian mission mm-hmm. handle the border. And what I mean by that is handle all of the people, handle the housing, the food, just the the, the bringing of them in and, and kind of getting them connected with the, the government and their paperwork and so on and so forth. And so if it was a Christian mission, in order to get into the nation, you have to go through the Christian revival and, But tent. it would we have to be a Rob Parker one. 100%, because right now the Catholic missions 100%. are getting them all in. Right. It's just happening all these Catholic missions Catholic missions are getting them in illegally and right. housing them and saying you're going to stay. Whereas a yes. Rod Parker mission would be like, are you supposed to be here? Yes. Okay. Well, let's talk about Let's talk to the Lord about that. So anyways, this word that I got, uh, the Lord told me ice. Ice is the word that he's get, he's been giving me for ice has to do with the... Um, in the immigration. The, the immigration. Yeah. Yeah. The immigration. So the word that I got was this. Ice, immigration and customs enforcement. Fire is judgment. Judgment is coming over the border. The reason the convoy is down there is to repent and ask God to remove the judgment that is coming on our nation. It's so much bigger than we can imagine. Mm. Brett Weinstein went down to went down to the border with uh, Jan. Um, 
Michael Yan to the Daring Gap. What he saw shook him, and he didn't want to uh, spread false conclusions. I don't believe Brett is a Christian. He is an evolutionist. However, he sees evolution almost as a punishment when it comes to things getting out of order. He saw so many Chinese, especially men. China's one-child policy has led to expendable men, men they can use as soldiers. I don't know if that is the case, but I do know China has a long-game war against America, not to destroy the land, but to devour our resources. Possibly move in, but not with guns or bullets. COVID hit first. COVID was war. We are in the midst of a multi-faced war. Whatever is coming next is being transported over the border. Pray this weekend that the plot is foiled and revealed. Come on. That was a, that's a really good word. That's why everybody keeps focusing on the border. You don't know why. Mm-hmm. And that's why the left has to keep it open. They don't know why. This is evil and something evil and the judgment of God is coming upon America and it's coming over the border. Was it you and Leah don't get carried away with how crazy I've been lately because I'm juggling a lot of things in this old I little wouldn't noggin say of crazy. Mine. I would say your brain has been Was it you that was talking to me about uh, this not being able to finish the story of Michael Yon or was that Scott Kesterson at some know. point? Okay, so I think it was Scott now. Thank you. Okay. So the the there Michael Yon's down at the border. And he's been going all over the nation, right? And he goes all over the world, right? And they haven't been able to finish. He hasn't been able to finish his story, right? This, like, what is really going on? Oh, we were this talking is like about that. So the Brett Corey, Weinstein. The Corey question, the Corey Gray is always asking this question, you know, what's, the, what's really coming over the border? Mm-hmm. What's the intent? And I felt like the Lord was speaking to me that this, the reason why Michael Yon hasn't been able to finish the story of what the purpose is, mm-hmm. what's happening with all of these Chinese are coming over the border. But here's the thing. Michael Yan has been over uh, in Europe trying to cover what their That's what I'm saying. But, 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 but this is what I feel like the Lord is saying. The answer is spiritual. Mm-hmm. And so when, it, when the, 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 the statement is made, Michael Yan hasn't been able to finish the story to, to really get down to the nitty gritty of what mm-hmm. it is, what's really going on. Mm-hmm. I think it's because this there's an element, this final piece that he's going to get down there at that revival in the name of Jesus. Yeah, you're not going to spiritual. I I put that word of God on with the zero hedge article. You're not going to get that's not going to come in your feed. That's censored. And I knew it when I put it up, it would be censored. So you can go to resistance chicks on Facebook page and you'll see the article that uh, that we're referencing with Brett Weinstein. Uh, This is not friendly. Brett Weinstein shows Tucker Carlson how China and the U.N. are driving the invasion of America. Now, what we are going to do is we're going to take a pause here on the most important story that we have tonight. And while we are on Facebook, we're going to talk about things that are utterly stupid. And then we're going to say goodbye to Facebook. So we're not going here? No, not for this. Okay. No, no, because I realized something. Because we're going to go in here in, in, in a very powerful way. And I'm going to play this video. And we just want to be uncensored. I like it. So we're going to talk about frivolous things like Taylor Swift for a moment. Okay. Because so that let's... girl has been driving me crazy. <laughs> let's clear a few things up in the chat. Sherry, you are not late. Yes, there is a show tonight. I'm sorry. There was a whole host of confusion and a lot of things that happened. So that literally, I think tonight's the latest Friday show we've ever done. Um, and a lot of, in technical difficulties <laughs> and a whole host of things. So you're here. You're right on time. Number two, Barry, do you guys not eat cheesecake in the UK? Is that not a thing? Is this foreign to you? Because you said, what cheese did you use, Michelle Cheddar? 
That sounds like somebody that is foreign to an American delicacy called cheesecake, which of course would never be made with cheddar. This is a dessert. It is sweet. It has nothing to do with any kind of cheddar cheese. Think like we use cream cheese and it's mixed with sugar and all kinds and cream. of cream and cream and good, good, goodness in your belly and in your mouth. And it's a, it's a sweet dish. So I'm assuming you don't know anything about My American cheesecake. My grandma used cake. to make it uh, called a chess pie and she used to make it with cottage cheese. Yeah, but that's nasty. No, it's not. It's weird though, It's right? not, but that's how grandma used to make it. That's, yeah. that's the, and then when they first got, because grandma said they never had cream cheese. So she, she, she enjoys getting cream cheese, but everything was made with cottage cheese. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. It's the same so, thing. But is this the one I've got here? I'm pulling you up. No, that's no, not Taylor Swift. No, I don't have it up yet, Michelle. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I know you're trying to get up on it, but I'm actually, my brain doesn't work like yours does just trying to get the, the, the Can I tell up. my version of the Taylor Swift thing? Okay. For two or three days, this is what I've been hearing from Leah. Literally, randomly, she'll be on the other end of the house talking to no one about how sick and tired she is and that she's never getting on Twitter again because she doesn't want to hear about Taylor Swift ever again. She's so sick about hearing about Taylor Swift and everybody wants to talk about Taylor Swift and why does everybody want to talk about Taylor Swift? Now, if you're not on Twitter, see, I'm not suffering from um, Taylor Swift derangement syndrome. Like, mm -hmm. I am not bothered by this because I'm not in a space where everybody's talking about Taylor Swift. I couldn't care less about this little girl. I don't like her music. I don't listen to her songs. She doesn't ever come up in my life. Now, Leah and I live in the same home, and Leah is having a completely different experience where you are being inundated with Taylor Swift. You can play this. So um, let me bring this one up. Uh, this is an old clip uh, talking about uh, Marsha Blackburn uh, and saying Marsha Blackburn won in Tennessee, but nationally, new voters and registration Swift may have driven uh, would be about 30,000. Her Instagram followers are 280 million. And so, <laughs> go ahead. Hang on, let me, I haven't even grabbed it yet. I just found it. 280 million so, Twitter followers. Yeah. I mean, so, that's a massive amount of, like, so the, right, the influence that you have at that point and so she, the, the right is calling her a a, a psyop because she's anti-trump mm -hmm. and she's pro-biden and she can help swing elections uh just by putting her weight behind something 280 million followers 100 percent. okay all right we're ready yeah over thirty thousand new voter registrations back in 2018 and keep in mind this she has 280 million Instagram followers. Why is that important? Why are Instagram followers important? So I want you to take a look here. Again, 18 to 29 year olds. That's where do they get their news from at least sometimes? Well, television, which we're on right now, just 41%. But look at social media. Can you guys hear that? 18 to 29 year olds are 69% sometimes, at least sometimes, get their news from social media. So I think the idea behind Swift, hey, she's really popular. She has a lot of Instagram calls for a call to action. She may have driven over 30,000 new voter registrations. You can stop. You can stop that now. So if you didn't know, and, and, and you would be forgiven, and I would be happy that you don't know this. Taylor Swift is, mate, is dating a guy named Kelsey, okay? Don't know much about him. He's a football player. Kelsey, I think I'm saying that right. You guys can tell me if I'm saying that wrong. Okay. Okay. Just signed a deal with Pfizer, and he is making more money with his Pfizer deal to promote the vaccine then he is playing football and he is in a relationship with this Taylor Swift chick. Mm -hmm. Okay. Supposedly. 
And the right keeps showing up in my feed in two different ways. Number one, men who are millennials who have a crush on her, mm-hmm. who would who are saying, I love this so much. He's a big, burly man with a beard, and I would like a whole generation of girls. I want her to marry this man. So then a whole bunch of millennial girls will want to be married. Mm-hmm. There are so many holes in that logic. Yeah. That it, it literally is Swiss cheese in a bag. Because number one, she's 34 years old. Yeah. So you're not going to get a whole bunch of, of tweens to be like, oh, I should be married. They'll look at Taylor Swift and said, I should wait until I'm 34 to be married. Right. Okay. You'll also look at Taylor Swift and say, I should have a lot of relationships and sleep with a lot of men and then get married. Right. Do you want to come on and say something, Matt? Well, yeah. I got to get him. You can. Your mic will work. I, your mic will work. You won't see Matt until I can get him up here, but his mic will work. Well, and like, like a lot of people say, okay, why should we take like we all need a savior? We're all coming from somewhere, but you know, I mean, if someone's making their living off of their singing songs about their poor relationship choices, like, why should we follow like your political choices? <laughs> you know, and it seems like the smart people in Hollywood. They know, hey, like 50 or 50 plus percent of America swings one way or the other. And, you know, if we want to sell our product, we better just keep our mouth shut and just try to sell the movie. People want to experience like some sort of fun time. They want to see like The Rock, you know on a riverboat in the jungle or whatever that movie was. I don't know. They want to see something. They don't want to hear you talk about politics because you don't know anything about the political scene. They're just people that are completely out of it. And then they're just sort of like puppets for the other people just to just fill their heads with, you know, nonsense. Yeah. No, I, and, and I just figured that it was something where, I don't know. They're trying to paint this off as this like Camelot thing where it's like JFK and Jackie I've Kennedy. I've never seen anything and, like it. You know, and it's like the knight in shining armor and he's the president. Who cares if Taylor Swift is. What is it about Taylor Swift dating this football player that is so much different than who else she dated before? And, and there wasn't, to me, there, there wasn't like this awesome Camelot in the 60s and there's no Camelot with this. It's manufactured. With this guy. Well, and for one thing, they act like, like you were saying, she, at least in the beginning of her career, she's taught, she's singing these songs, like she's this, this loser. Reject. Reject, complete, absolute loser in school. She was an Abercrombie model. That no one liked, and she was totally unpopular, and like, no one cared about her. She's a liar. She painted herself as a victim. As, as Lindsay Lohan in The Mean Girls, and she was not a victim. It's just a song to, that the fans would identify, because exactly. the average person that buys the CDs, like all of us, everyone out there in society, we're just kind of basic, ordinary people. You she's know? a witch. She's a witch. She's witchcraft. Mind and- games. She's doing spells on people. And what, what, what I'm seeing on Twitter, what, what really got me was, so Jack Posobiec and a bunch of conservatives were saying it's a PSYOP. Okay, because the media was painting this big deal about Taylor Swift at these football games. Okay. Well, I thought that it was just like they're trying to like put this stuff in people's feed just because of like the football season or something. Like it could be. 
the you know the Super Bowl is coming and this Kelsey guy and he's dating this. If girl I'm and- Pfizer and I want my investment to get bigger, the here's the thing: you can't just get a Taylor Swift to be a, a Pfizer representative because the the right would utterly destroy her. Okay, but if you get a, a kind of an unknown football player who then dates Taylor Swift, then you're going to sell your jab as safe. And effective. And then what's happened on social media is you have conservatives saying, oh, I would rather my children listen to her than Cardi B. And so my my tweets have been like, I cannot believe you people that you've got two signs of conservatives. You got some that are Swifties who love her music and are coming to her defense. And then you got Jack Basobic and even Vivek Ramaswamy saying that this 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 fake her, her, her face is on the cover of every magazine. There's a reason for it. There's a PSYOP happening, okay? And we have to recognize that the PSYOP isn't for us. It's for these millennials. And, you know, I don't know what to do. Pray against it. Just don't fa- fall for it. But it's something that you guys can say, well, it doesn't affect me. Well, it's affecting... This girl is became was Time Magazine's Person of the Year. She's like the number one person. Why? The... You don't get to be person of the year on your own merits. You're created. It's an image. It's a. It's a. It, and why is it? What is it about her that the media is is getting down people's throats? Well, a lot of those celebrities, like you say, it's like some sort of like people, a person born in the Matrix, where it's like you have these like artificial wombs that you know grow babies nowadays it's sort of like that where they come up with this person and they oh wow create some sort yeah, of that kind of works. persona no, you know shouldn't be picking up an extra and they think though. okay this is the angle this is what you're going to look like this is kind of your personality we want to emphasize this and mm-hmm. de-emphasize this other thing yeah michelle can you bring up this i don't know if matt can hear it or not but i want you to see that if he puts his earbuds in <laughs> well i'm sure i've We've all heard way too much already. This is... Um, they should be hanging there. They're not... Yeah, they are. They're hanging around that little knob right there. I just okay. try to keep them there. Keep so them this safe. is a guy who's breaking down the fact that she is... Uh, she's, a, she's a Satanist, okay? So she's painted as the girl next door. Mm-hmm. She's I've, only pr- seen, I've only saw, like... I don't know, maybe, like, one of her first songs, like... So she years ago. So, so I don't she, know what she's, she's been painted doing as the same, she's painted plus. as the girl next door, but they want you to follow her. I don't know why. I don't know exactly why, but she's a side. Is this a new tweet you brought up? It's or right here. Something nope. that you it's, already had I had up. already had it up. Okay, no, it's I'll to the it. left of that. I think. No one wants to see the brother drunk with his shirt off, <laughs> going crazy, watching the football game either. Do you need me to retweet it or something? Yeah, that'd be great. I'm going to have to take it and retweet. Because we are professionals. We are. <laughs> okay, there it is. It's it's really been bugging me. I guess, so this Kelsey, so th- these are the people that you guys maybe don't follow on Twitter. So Laura Loomer's weighing in on this. Candace Owens weighing in on this. And then uh, this Kelsey guy was on a dating show and he was asked questions uh, if a girl doesn't give you a blankety blank, is that a deal breaker? And he says yes. He's and a, and the woman asks if a he's asking deal or no deal. If a girl doesn't sleep with you on the third date, and he uh, is that a deal breaker? And he laughs and he's like, but the third date, yeah. And he laughs. So the conservatives are saying that this relationship would somehow save America if mm-hmm. they got married. Yeah. This guy is a pervert. 
He is a, he's a, he's a man in his 30s, okay, who has made his whole life about using women as playthings for his own sexual pleasure. And then suddenly if he marries a girl who uh, sleeps around with people and performs, you know, uh, you know, things on his body and, and, and sex by the, the third date that somehow they're the bad. How low have we gone okay, as we Christians, go. as conservatives? Just finally showing you guys who she truly is and you're still not paying attention, huh? She literally called herself a witch in this tweet. Billboard chart says this is a song for all the lonely witches. Y'all think they're just putting on an artistic act? This woman was on tour going state to state doing live rituals on stage. And nobody's paying attention to it, huh? You're that brainwashed. Pitchforks and proof. They're free seats and reasons. They're burning all the witches even if you aren't one. Better like me. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a serpent behind her. Y'all waking up yet? Last week's sweetheart has turned to this week's witch. In that video, she was acting like she was in hell. So yeah, last week's sweetheart has turned to this week's witch in hell. But are you catching on yet? So a witch in front of a serpent. Let's go deeper, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't it interesting that Taylor Swift looks exactly like Zena LaVey? Who is Zena LaVey, you might ask? She's Anton LaVey's daughter. Anton LaVey was the founder of the Satanic Church. And his daughter, Zena LaVey, was a high priestess for Satan. Safe to say she was a witch. Oh, how the resemblance is remarkable. So America's Sweetheart blew up being America's Sweetheart. But now she's trying to make it cool to be a witch. Hmm, why is that? Well, I said it before, you do not get this big without certain contracts being signed. They got her right where they wanted her just so they can turn her around so she can manipulate the youth. The kids love Taylor Swift. But instead of being a great role model that she built her fan base off of, now she wants to be a witch. Y'all see the switch? And this isn't something new. Billie Eilish with children. Building a fan base with children. Then all of a sudden she made a song called All the Good Girls Go to Hell. Now this is your Billy. Now this is your Billy. And all the brainwash would call it artistic. Little Nas X built a fan base off of children. They blew this man up out of nowhere. Then what happened? Out of nowhere he switched. Next thing we know he's sliding from heaven into hell. Even gave him his own satanic shoe. They had 666 on them. Also, Luke 1018, the verse in the Bible where Satan fell like lightning. So do you guys see the comparison? Do you guys see the pattern? Do you guys see who they're after? They're after the youth. Because if they can control the youth, they can control the future. Y'all might have thought she was America's sweetheart. But my Bible says even Satan himself masquerades like an angel of light. Stop listening to these artists and stop letting your children listen to these artists. Little do you know you are allowing demonic spirits to come into your household. Because when you play that nonsense, you are coming into agreement with that nonsense. Your eyes and your ears are portals. What you let into them is what you're coming into agreement with. 2024, let's be smarter. Let's be more wise. If it's not glorifying God, 
cut it off. God bless you. So that is a really powerful breakdown and that's only a little bit. Other people have done breakdowns of Taylor Swift and Satanism. And I've, I've seen people say that she dresses more modestly than um, other um, performers. And I'm like, the bar is so low. She prances around naked. She's basically a hooker. She's she 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 sleeps around. She she is pro-abortion. And she's the one that and people are saying she's not that bad. Well, what is that bad? If we're if we have to if if we have to make a comparison and choose the lesser of two evils between Cardi B and Taylor Swift, mm -hmm. what what? Nah, well, I'm not picking either. Really deviated a very long way from the origins and just straight up Western music, mm -hmm. you know, where it's just literally people singing about God and like punching cattle, mm -hmm. living like a life on the open range or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, now it's you know all sorts of craziness. Mm -hmm. No, it is. It is all sorts of craziness, and you know, this week we uh, saw. What my heart broke this week. It's it's basically like you know some sort of like super worldly whatever pop type music. Only they add like a steel guitar in there. Oh yeah, they the old time add like music, a little the old time country. In the background. Yeah, the old time country. Well, I mean country versus like pop music. Mm -hmm. It's like you know whoever mm -hmm. insert name here. It's like okay, you just add a little violin in there. Right. Yeah, no, I actually liked it with the fiddle. I like I like bluegrassy stuff. Um, but speaking of my heart breaking this week, a, a dad of 11 uh, has been convicted for praying at an abortion oh, facility alongside five other pro-lifers targeted by the DOJ. Now, Elise Stefanik came out and she's she's saying that the Biden administration, instead of going after criminals, is going after pro-lifers. They would like to make a um, they want to make an example out of the, the J6ers. They want to make an example out of you. They want to make an example out of me. These people were sitting in front of a, an abortion clinic. Now, they were in a hallway. Now, you guys have been in those buildings where there's a, a medical facility in a in a, in a like a a, a, a building that has other different businesses in it. So they're sitting in this hallway. They did not block the door from anyone and they're facing 11 years in prison. Some of these people are in their 70s and 80s. This is the, the, the weaponization of the DOJ and we have to get on our faces before God because this man has 11 children. His name, uh, a peaceful pro-life father of 11 who was prosecuted by President uh, or by Joe Biden's Department of Justice for praying and singing hymns. We see this in, do you know how many places in Ireland you're not even even allowed to think a prayer that is diabolical and i send that to the pit of hell i'm gonna bring you up a map on our sunday show where there are places where police officers will come over to you and say are you praying in your mind and if you are you have to leave how come the map had like a bunch of hospitals on there you can't even think in a hospital the name of jesus what is this i say no saint patrick says no i mean if you have dying people and you can't pray like what's the point BLM can go, you can literally say from the Where river to the pray? sea, Palestine should be free and, 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 send the, and send the Jews into the sea, basically, out loud. But you can't think the name of Jesus. You can't think because you know why? They know, and that's why I'm so against the pagan roots of Ireland, because they know that there's power in your thoughts. Mm. They know in pagan Ireland, in the pagan realms, they use abortion. I'm telling you, some of them do as a sacrament that if those Christians even think that those, those women coming in to have an abortion, they would pray and ask God. They know that God exists. They know God exists and they know there's power in the prayer. And they know, they know 
that even if you ask your God so that that woman will not kill her baby, that God is going to answer. So we've got this guy here singing hymns and praying are now crimes. The, uh, and actually, I think I might bring up the, um, a, a video from the UK in a second. The hallway of a Tennessee abortion facility was found guilty on Tuesday by a federal jury, a federal jury in Nashville. Paul Vaughn is one of five pro-lifers who were charged with felonies for allegedly violating the unconstitutional freedom of access and clinic entrances, the FACE Act. That should not be, by the way, uh, because guess what, guys? Common law, abortion is illegal. That's why we did our whole episode on common law and the morals, 52 laws overturned. We had common law, 52 common laws were overturned by Alfred Kinsey. Somebody said, you went off the rails. I'm like, I'm sticking on the rails. There's a lot of rails when it comes to common law. One of those is Alfred Kinsey. You don't get any more uh, on the laws when talking about common law with the guy who went into all 50 states and overturned 52 common laws. Don't tell me I went off the stinking rails. Somebody left a comment. Only one. Well, sometimes people get lost in all Sorry. the technical lingo where it's just the principles in the Bible. That's what the Bible says. That's how we live life. That's how society is formed. Because oh, apart from God, it's just law. chaos. The Bible but is common law. Sometimes we make it too complicated. Exactly. So it's unconstitutional, this FACE Act. And we get lost in the weeds and we get lost in Have you heard about the FACE Act? Uh, what? The FACE Act. Have you heard about the FACE Act? I don't know it's what you're freedom. To. Well, this is what they're this is what they're accused of violating the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act. Well, that's the thing. Like, they can. They're probably just standing there doing nothing, but they're going to try to make it into something like, "Oh, you're blocking the way." Well, it's not like a BLM riot where there's people everywhere and they're grabbing onto people's cars and bashing the windows in and setting them on fire. This like, is an unconstitutional act, a uh, rule law whatever well it's like in basketball if someone's trying to get to the hoop and and you're just stand, and you're standing there yeah you're you're technically not really blocking them if you're just kind of standing one place mm -hmm. talking mm -hmm. in the middle of a basketball game like you can dribble the ball around them right and so, go somewhere else following you know? the verdict he joined his fellow defendants in singing hymns outside of fred d thompson federal courthouse Vaughn's attorney at the Thomas More Society signaled they would appeal the case to the Sixth Circuit of U U.S. Court of Appeals. If that appeal fa uh, fails, Vaughn could face up to 11 years in prison at his sentence hearing. On, and he has to wait up until July 2nd. Can you imagine? Pray for that man. Up to $260,000 in fines. This is a frustrating setback for Paul, for his family, and for the extended pro-life community. Michelle, I have a video up of with uh, Laura um, Ingram here somewhere. It should be right next to this particular, but I'm not seeing it. Somehow I'm getting these up and they're closing down on me. So I'm not sure where that was. From Laura that. Loomer? No, Laura um, Ingram. Ingram. Oh, Laura Ingram. Yeah. Oh, so it was a Fox News one. Mm -hmm. right? I have yeah. Fox News right here, but I don't know if this is it. Uh, you can play it. it. Yeah, that's a good enough one. A good enough one. You know, I just find this really devastating um, because they this is the step too far, right? This is the step too far that we have been going. If you go this far, then we'll do something. But I'm curious what we're doing about it right now. It does, doesn't seem like we're doing anything. So let's see if this Fox News clip will play for us. I've also got one well, with Alif Stefanik. Backfire. Trying to, All right. Yeah. Let's see. Because is it this clip right here? A lot here? of average people are probably going to think is this is Is it like the biggest outrageous. square? Oh, hang on. There it goes. I think. 
It's gonna give us a commercial. All right, you ready? Yeah, are you ready? I am, I was born ready. I am, I was born ready, son, you know that. I'm Vanessa Keaton, and this is my husband. There we go. It should be, hang on. That shouldn't have been playing twice. Thought of before, Six but you make me feel like that I can reach those. We would not be who we are today without addiction recovery here. Back in 2021, they now face up to 11 years in prison for doing this. For six, the angle warned you that Biden's DOJ would seek to criminalize political dissent, intimidate patriotic Americans from speaking their minds, or even gathering yes, in peaceful protests and peacefully expressing And now Biden's DOJ has convicted can get six peaceful pro-life protesters on federal charges the after they staged a sit-in at an abortion clinic back in 2021. Like they now DOJ face up to 11. Certainly didn't care much about those pro-Hamas radicals who attacked police officers and tried to break through the White House security fence. No arrests whatsoever. No with. dramatic manhunt. No one got arrested, period. Yes, Paul Vaughn is one of those pro-life defendants who was mm -hmm. just convicted. He's joined by his lawyer, Steve Crampton. Paul, maximum penalty of 11 years? No, you must be no a idea. threat to society. It's playing in the corner. I know. I saw that. Can we just I play know, it? I just accidentally clicked on a, a link. <laughs> oh, my goodness. These videos on Fox News are have always been difficult to play, even when I was using the other software. Mm -hmm. If it's not a YouTube or a Rumble or some sort of standard mm -hmm. video place to play a video, then it doesn't like me. All right, you ready? Yeah, are you ready? I am. I was born. Number six, the angle warned you that Biden's mm -hmm. DOJ would seek to criminalize political dissent, mm -hmm. intimidate mm -hmm. patriotic mm -hmm. Americans from speaking their minds, or even gathering in peaceful protest. And now Biden's DOJ has convicted six peaceful pro-life protesters on federal charges after they staged a sit-in at an abortion clinic back in 2021. They now face up to 11 years in prison for doing this. I can't believe you get 11 years in prison, but this is where we're at. Yes, singing hymns and peacefully expressing your traditional Christian beliefs hallway, can get you thrown behind bars. The door, you could get around But them. remember when the activists swarmed the homes of Supreme Court justices, disturbing a residential neighborhood? The Biden DOJ didn't really care about that. Certainly didn't care much about those pro-Hamas radicals who attacked police officers and tried to break through the White House security fence. No arrests whatsoever. No dramatic manhunt. No one got arrested, period. Paul Vaughn is one of those pro-life defendants who was just convicted. He's joined by his lawyer, Steve Crampton. Paul, maximum penalty of 11 years? You must be a threat to society, my friend. It seems so. What's, what's, you know, what is this really all about? Was it trespassing? Are you guilty of a hate crime? Tell us. Yeah, well, apparently, Laura, I'm guilty of talking with police officers and not getting arrested to the day of the event. That makes you a, a felon in uh, Joe Biden's Department of Justice. So the others were singing their assault hymns, you know, those, those violent hymns, uh, worshiping God. Assault and hymns. I can see where that would be intimidating for 
you know, people like Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and uh, Kristen Clark and others at the uh, Reproductive Task Force there. Steve, like um, as his attorney, um, tell us you about these charges and as, as we think about what happened to no this country in the summer of 2020 exactly. and the devastation and the death and the property damage caused all in the name of George Floyd, uh, there were some arrests, but a lot of people didn't get arrested who were doing obviously violent things. Uh, what does this mean Absolutely. for our country? Uh, it doesn't look too good for the future, does it, Laura? Uh, obviously, we've got an election coming up, but the fact of the matter is we, we never should have had a federal law that prohibits a peaceful sit-in like this to begin with. It was all about abortion back in the Clinton administration. But after Dobbs, the whole purpose for a FACE Act, which was to support the so-called federal right to abortion, has uh, disappeared. So really what you have now is the kind of lipstick on a pig, calling them reproductive health services, like birth control or ultrasound or something uh, of that mm -hmm. nature. But obviously these people weren't there to protest birth control. They were mm -hmm. there for one reason, and it was abortion. It was a peaceful undertaking, as you note. It was handled locally. They prosecuted locally. And a year and a half later, the Biden DOJ comes swooping down after Dobbs had been announced and now throws the book at him and tags on to a misdemeanor crime, the FACE Act violation, the felony conspiracy charge that carries up to 10 years in prison. It's absolutely outrageous. Paul, conspiracy to commit a violation of the FACE Act to deprive I would imagine women of their non-constitutional right to abort their own offspring. Is, am I understanding this correctly, Paul? That's right, and, and not to be missed, there's two conspiracy options on the table for the Department of Justice. One that is a misdemeanor, uh, like the charge, the underlying face charge is a misdemeanor, and one that makes you a felon uh, with a 10-year you know, sentence hanging over your head. It's interesting, this, this law is the same one they used back in the 1880s for the KKK. Uh, it's just an utterly ridiculous uh, attempt at the DOJ just to criminalize uh, Christian beliefs and Christian actions in our culture. Steve, what do you think uh, the sentence is going to be here? It's hard to say, obviously, Laura. I mean, we've got these people with no criminal history whatsoever. The judge is well aware this was a totally peaceful undertaking. By the way, occurring in the city of Nashville, right downtown, where the civil rights monuments abound for those that conducted sit-ins in the early 60s. So you got yeah, heroes I, on the one hand, and now they're making martyrs out of these folks on the other. Paul, next time, just tear down a stat, you know, statue of Christopher Columbus or Thomas Jefferson, and you'll get away scot-free. That's true. Uh, yeah. they, that's true. Yeah, this, is, this jury... Um, found them guilty but I will say there is there is an interesting case where you've got another guy Mark Hawk at the same time is found not guilty on a bonus Biden and Biden administration charge so uh, a Philadelphia jury, jury has found a pro-life fa father Mark Hawk not guilty on both counts in the case of the bogus charges the Biden administration filed against him Hawk is facing bogus charges that he violated the FACE Act when he was helping women outside of an abortion center. An abortion business escort accosted and bullied his son, and Hawk stepped in to stop We've it. We've covered in doing this story. So, the older abortion center volunteer fell down. 
Hawk could have faced over a decade in prison, but he was found uh, if he was found guilty. But a jury uh, this week reached a not guilty verdict in what it, in what is a huge victory for Hawk's family and the pro-life Americans uh, who protect uh, or help women outside of the abortion business. So you have one guy who was uh, supposedly violating the the Face Act, and he was found not guilty. Mm-hmm. And then you have the the this the people charged with the same crime doing yeah. the same thing. Found guilty. Yeah. So which is it? Guilty, not guilty? And sometimes you have to look at what's happening in the spirit, not necessarily what's happening on the outside. Mm. Like in Pilgrim's Progress, where they're they're going along and like multiple times, like they get thrown in prison or something, and then, you know, they get out of it, especially like in Vanity Fair, and then it looks like nothing's happening on the outside, but really people are getting radically saved and there's revival happening because mm-hmm. of the injustice. Yeah, so I know somebody who is violating federal law. Okay. And it is this doctor that I'm going to bring up here who is telling an 11 year old that she is in a perfect place to begin taking puberty blockers to become trans. Oh now, um, this is, and I, I believe it's probably a boy to a girl. So it's probably a boy. Dr. Olson had a decision. You are in the perfect place to start on blockers. And she promises to begin giving her estrogen, female hormones, in two years. Around 13. That's what I think. Yes, you're not going to develop breast buds on the blockers. But um, you're not going to wait until 16 to start. You know that, okay? Okay, stop. Why are we talking to 11-year-olds about breast buds? I've never even heard that phrase before. And you're, guess what? You're in a perfect position for life, just how God created you to begin with. You don't, yeah. you don't need anything. Yeah, yeah, okay. The hospital, the doctors, they don't have anything to offer you. He received the blockers as an implant in her arm. It's okay if you cry. So with all the bravery she could muster, you're gonna feel a little bit of a- Josie held on tight. As another chapter opened in this young girl's life. A lot of times it strikes me that had this happened just 20 years ago, thank you. I wouldn't have been able to give her blockers and she would have had to go through male puberty. That terrifies me. It's all done. Do you want a hug? I don't know that she would have survived male puberty. You're a dude, so you kind of have to. You don't have a choice. We, that, don't, cho- we don't choose these things. This... Like, you're either born male or female. Like it says in Genesis 1, like male and female, he created them, period. Every single one of these people need their licenses taken away. Mm-hmm. And she needs to, unfortunately, this is what's called child abuse, and it's sexual child abuse, mm-hmm. and you have, you're not her mom. See, uh, And that's why, you know, when you guys talk about going back to a more old-fashioned lifestyle and God's judgment and stuff coming in, that's why you can see, easily see like radical things happening and washing away most of the healthcare industry because it's bogus. Like how many health docu classes can they put out about, you know, how the cancer treatments are, you know, actually cause people to get worse and die from cancer or heart problems cause you to have worse heart problems. Yeah. I mean, the medical industry is just sick and broken. You can bring this one up. There's a, a homesteading girl on uh, Twitter. I'm sure she's got an Instagram. 
And this video really struck a chord because you have people calling good evil and evil good. And you have so many people who are for rules and regulations on one hand when it comes to food or homesteading or, or having your own business. Depends on what you agree with. It depends on what your interests are. Yeah. But if you want to cut the genitals off of children, that's perfectly legal. And to that reporter, you are lying. You know that is not a girl. That is a little boy. And you are going to have to face God and the judgment of God for what you just did. It was an absolute lie. And you all are taking part of child abuse in that child. And historically, people were told, you know, you see God first. You just live a healthy lifestyle off the land. You know, God will take care of you. But now they say back to the cancer thing like oh you need to get these cancer screenings all the time mm -hmm. to make sure you're not getting cancer but like they the bollingers and all sorts of ah, so frontline doctors talked about oh do. yeah if you go in for the cancer screenings they screenings actually cause you cause to get it. cancer so if mm -hmm. you didn't have cancer before you might afterwards mm -hmm. all right let's play this 150 years ago you didn't have to ask permission from the government to go fishing own a property build on your property renovate your home use a transportation vehicle start a business get married own a weapon hunt cut hair sell a product protest grow your own food sell that food that you grow on your own property or even just set up a lemonade stand and now you virtually can't do anything without asking for the government's permission first so if you still think you're free you're deluding yourself. 150. That's good. That's really powerful. Yeah. No, you're deluding. We're not a free. We're not free. We are absolutely not free. You know, I. but we have to, you have to understand that constitutionally, mm -hmm. you are. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she just listed a whole host of things. They could come after you. Mm-hmm. And you could fight them all the way to the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. And if there was any justice in the Supreme Court, which we actually have seen, I mean, mm -hmm. Roe versus Wade, right? If mm -hmm. there was any justice in the Supreme Court, we you would see that, yes, legally, according to the Constitution, you could cut hair. Mm -hmm. You can sell your food. Mm -hmm. You can, because the government can't tell you what you can and cannot do according to the pursuit of happiness, mm -hmm. life, liberty, property, yeah. all of these things. You've got to know it in your knower. Well, mm -hmm. that's why the farmers in the UK and, you know, the Netherlands and right. all over the place in Europe are protesting right now. Because what do the people in Europe say? Something to the effect of living in that situation. It's like mm -hmm. controlled chaos. Mm -hmm. No, mm -hmm. it really is. Let me go over here to some comments because I haven't gotten to any in a while um, because we've been kind of preoccupied with the show here today. Um, thank you, Tag. And he says, and again, I say, whoever causes one of these little ones who believe to stumble, it would be better for him if if with a heavy millstone hung around his neck, he had been cast into the sea, Mark 9. Speaking of Tag, he sends me a text message a little bit ago about that um, the family with going to jail mm -hmm. for the uh, the sit-in at the abortion clinic. Mm -hmm. He says, I see you have the pro-life story in your ad for your tonight's show. Uh, for tonight's show. Not sure if anyone in your audience knows them, but Jaron covered it in a live stream this week and offered to do an affidavit for them to mm -hmm. stand on their rights to have the charges mm -hmm. dropped. So if anybody's watching and you know these people, that is not you are not doing it right, and that's okay. It's a good Just, try. Where am I? All right, Where do I need close. to go? So right here is the browser. Okay. There you are. Um, 
let me know. Get a hold of me and we will get them in connection with Jaron Jackson. Nope. Just click OK. There we go. Okay, so this um, is a video here and from the UK where the woman says you Wait. can't sing. <laughs> it's okay. So what I like to do, and this is okay, we're learning the same system. So press pause on that video and rewind it. There we go. Make it big. There we go. And then click screen share. Now toss the screen share. Boom. A religion you're allowed to do anywhere. No, miss, you're not allowed you are, to sing ch you uh, are. church you are. songs outside of church grounds, by the way. You're not allowed to sing church songs outside, outside of church grounds. Church, uh, church, uh, church you're not allowed to, that's fine. That's you're not allowed. She just said you're not allowed to sing church songs outside of church. Our church of, outside of church grounds, unless you have a and that's a load of authorized no, no. by the church to do this kind of song. Anymore, Are you saying that you don't care about the human rights act? You're lost? Hmm. Ah! Uh, religion you're allowed to do anywhere. No, so miss. In the UK, this, uh, I don't know what she is, some sort of police officer of some sort. And she's says, the gospel police. She's an unpaid volunteer officer. You're kidding. A an unpaid volunteer officer that tells this woman, you are not allowed to sing church songs. Outside she, of church. And then she sticks her tongue out. It's a, a lie. What is it? What is it? Church song. So you can sing Billy Joel outside of church, but I want you guys to see her stick her tongue out again. Watch this. You don't care about the human rights. It's like your law. She's a child. <laughs> She's an infant child. Anybody can be a copper. Yeah, apparently. I want the toy. Did I read any comments? I only read You're one. You're not allowed to pray here. Um, so Lumbeck says, I'm literally sick to my stomach. How can they do this to a child? This is sickening. My God, my God, hear our cries. Sherry says, lately I have had several patients coming in with their faces peeling off. Their dermatologist having them put a chemo cream on their faces to bring out precancerous spots. Whoa. Um, she says, I can't see how rubbing chemo into the largest organ of your body would be a good oh, thing. Oh, wow. So is that the same thing as chemical peel, or is that different? That's got to be totally different. Chemo, like chemotherapy. Oh, Matt's eyes just got really big. I wasn't showing him. <laughs> I was like... Well, no, I'm just asking here. So let's just say goodbye to Facebook, because um, we don't want to have to... We're already off the rails because uh, as think, far as censorship goes. Because I think the chemical peel is kind of weird enough as it is. Mm -hmm. Where they put this stuff on their face and it like causes a layer or two of skin to come off mm -hmm. to make you supposedly yeah, look different. better. I don't know. It's yeah, but still that's not, not chemo. It's, it's still kind of weird. It is. It is, but it's not chemo. So uh, Ryan suggests that everyone should take the free constitution online class at Hillsdale college, mm. the free uh, genius class. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you, Ryan. So if you're watching on Facebook, I have just dropped the rumble link in the chat, or you can go to rumble.com forward slash resistance chicks to finish the rest of the show which is going to be awesome. Leah, what are we going to talk about before we say goodbye? Oh, and before we say goodbye. We're going to talk about everything in the rest of our show, but mostly uh, we're going to talk about the uh, the convoy. And uh, I have so many clips up here from the left. I've got Ilan Omar saying that she's served Somalia first. I've got all kinds of crazy stuff. So just please come follow us. Just the whole rest of the show is, you, you know, you don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. And you also don't want to miss I still can't believe I haven't changed this flyer. It's okay. Trust me, it's the year 2024. <laughs> I haven't uploaded, changed it everywhere except for in the software here. 
the Dan Patch Revival, literally a week from tomorrow. Yes. Like literally eight days away. We're going to be in Oxford, Indiana, and we want you guys to join us with Tag and Becky Morris at their homestead, as we'll call it, um, their homestead there. And we're going to be bringing the power of God. If you need prayer, if you need deliverance, if you need healing, if you need a touch of God, if you need to get baptized in the Holy Ghost, or you just want to be a part of this, we want you to come so all the details are on resistancechicks.com. Click on the banner in the upper right-hand corner that says Dan Patch Revival. Right here it is. You can't miss it. The Dan Patch Revival. Click on it. All the information is there. While there, you will also see information for Old School Survival Boot Camp. So if you click on the Dan Patch Revival here and you scroll down, you will see information for the Old School Survival Boot Camp. We want you guys to go ahead and uh, get your tickets now, May 17th through the 18th, and use promo code RCHICKS. 19th. Three days. Did I say the 18th? The 17th or the 19th. Use promo code RCHICKS and that will save you 35%. Perhaps the Kansas Cowboy might even come this year. Who knows? Um, that would be terribly exciting. But uh, it's literally the largest homesteading, bushcrafting, survival conference in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. It's it's phenomenal. Every year people come and they come back year after year after year after year. Mm -hmm. This will be our third year there. Mm -hmm. Very, very excited. Lee and I will be doing three classes per day. I thought it was four, but three classes per day. Um, if you need just a boost, if you know the, sh the back of the shirt say, I found my people. Mm -hmm. When you get there, you're just like spending three days with amazing people. Mm -hmm. Our prayer and healing uh, ministry team is going to be there. John and Stacey Barnes and Samantha and Mark Lindell are going to be there as well. So we're really excited about that. Awesome. Okay, so let's move on. I've got this. I, I referenced this video on I'm our Friday on segment Facebook with, right now. Um, Scott. This is probably one of the funniest interactions that you're going to see in a little while on uh, the 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 migration and illegal immigration this is from cnn this is cnn's um uh, i guess uh, cnn host erica hill was left speechless after her chief law enforcement and analyst detailed the activities of the criminal illegals in the months since their arrival now there's a video they're going to play here on them on these illegal immigrants beating cops oh wow so this is now i used the little intro of this in today's intro so you'll kind of see um how upset she is and then how they're kind of going, well, the narrative is kind of changing. Well, this well, is why is in the beginning changing? you see Kathy Hochul right. and that's the governor of uh, New York. Right. Back. You don't, you don't touch our police officers. You don't touch anybody. Thank you, everybody. I mean, we're hearing a change when it comes to immigration in general from President Biden on down. Do you hear her talk about that? It is also directly related to the fact that these were police officers. Does that have any impact? Does that change anything? Well, it's so complicated because, you know, you're a New Yorker. You move through the city every day, as I do. We see these people. We touch these people. They're out looking for work. They're delivering our food. They're at the gas stations and the car wash. Uh, I mean, these are people who came in waves, you know, 170,000 probably to New York City. Um, but within that group, this hardworking, you know, throngs of people, in search of hope and a better life, there is this one percenter, you know, criminal element that looks at a different opportunity here. These individuals, I went over their rap sheets yesterday, multiple charges, grand larceny, robbery, attempted robbery, grand larceny, grand larceny. Uh, this particular crew operated on mopeds and scooters. They were doing organized retail theft. They were doing snatches on the street, iPhones, iPads, clothing, so on and so forth. Uh, one of them that they are still seeking has 10 charges on one day because he's part of a pattern that's been going on. And 
I'm looking at the dates that their arrest started, which is probably close to when they got here. They've only been here a couple of months. So what the detectives are telling me is they have crews here that operate in New York, do all their stealing, then go to Florida to spend the money and then come back. And I'm like, well, why don't they just stay and steal in Florida? And they said, because there you go to jail. Oh, Great point. Keep us posted on this. Is- that was honestly, I want to hear She literally said, oh, at the end? Oh, oh. So, Leah, this is what Rhonda was missed said- when I looked like an airhead on the Brighton segment. The last part of that, part of that say- sentence is, why don't they stay and steal in Florida? You didn't say that part. Why you said, why don't-, don't they stay in Florida? And that's what confused me. If you had said, why don't they stay and just steal in Florida, then I would have understood what you were saying. And instead, I looked like an airhead. And that's okay. Matt, what do you have to say? Well, no, it just reminds me of the UK and what Nigel Farage was talking about just within the last day or so about stabbings and people, you know, having these chemical attacks where they just throw some sort of acid on their face and stuff. They've been doing that for years. Are they? Or did they start that back up again? It's been happening, I think. Because we haven't covered it in a while. So if they're yep. if, if it's if we're, if you're hearing about it now, I would say it's probably a resurgence of things. Yeah, it's going on. Oh wow. wow. So here we have NY's New York City police are outraged that illegals who attacked two officers were set free and fled. They left to, and they went to California. Oh my gosh. Why aren't they in jail right now? They brutally attacked a New York City police officer and a lieutenant. Our criminal justice system is upside down. It fails every day. Why aren't they in jail right now? Our criminal justice system is upside down. And Michelle's going to bring up this this case here. This uh, is Jose. Michelle's going to bring up his picture. Men Yavar, 150 Democrats voted against a bill that would automatically deport him. He is an illegal with four deportations and three DUI convictions. It would deport anybody with DUI convictions. Last month, during his third DUI incident, he killed Melissa Powell, 46, oh and, his, and her teenage son, 16, in Colorado. He got off without jail four days before the crash. Why? Because you don't go to jail if you're an illegal immigrant. Oh, my gosh. All right. You go yeah, so the then one? we've got a Boston, a black Boston resident rages on live TV after... Her rec center is turned into a migrant shelter. Oh, my gosh. They took over her whole rec center. They're taking over schools, rec centers. Yeah. And, like, here's the deal. She's already... A rec center is something that you're already doing for the community. Mm -hmm. And I saw your outrage. Why are you outraged? Because this place was, like you said, it's free. It was a place for our children. Our children... four children and it's sad you know i have four boys you know and we really don't have nothing in the community that's free for us don't get me wrong it's great that they want to help the immigrants but what about the americans that are already here what about the people that are already here that don't have homes that don't have jobs that are sleeping on the street already these people came from the airport Um. here probably on boats probably on buses and probably all for free now they're getting stipends they're getting what else i need money for me and my kids and i was born here like you know i know life is a struggle in itself but this is not the answer to help them now it's going to destroy our community more and mess our children up more like, this is sad. I know a lot of people don't even know about this. I came here last night with my aunt, saw a lot of stateies, a lot of police, and this paper wasn't there yet. They just did this probably 
two, three in the morning when they brung them here. When everybody sleep, that's when they brung them here probably. On buses, I saw um, New York plates. I saw Washington DC plates. So they have that much money to come from Washington DC to- So, I have to go. We're having gunshots, massive gunshots in our neighborhood right now. Stay, I'm just gonna leave this live. I have to go. Hang on. So y'all can hang on. I don't even know what I could play in the meantime. You know what? We're going to play something. Um, we're going to play something. Let me grab. Are, are you sure? Then what made you think it wasn't? My heart is beating so fast. Okay. Are we sure everything is okay? Did you go upstairs? Okay. All right. Well, this is exciting. Leah says it's fireworks. Or Matt says it's fireworks. Leah says she heard sirens. We're gonna keep playing this video and where everything's gonna be fine. Do this to do that. Why are they not helping the people here first? Yes, ma'am. Let's talk we to We need help. Let's talk to one of the counselors. Yes. Aaron, Ms. Murphy, thanks so much for joining us. You. When okay. you hear the passion right here from That's what I hear in my office all the time. And it is a balance. Like like I was telling you earlier, the state owns this building, so the so governor has to make a decision on where to put the overflow migrants. But at the same time, the community needs to make sure that their services that we keep their services in place. Why would they declare Boston as a sanctuary city? I mean, I think a lot of cities across this country are, once they declare themselves a sanctuary city, I'm not sure if they knew the amount of support we were going to need to give. Was that, I know you're a Democrat, but do you think declaring cities as sanctuaries was a mistake in retrospect? Looking back, if our communities end up losing the services they need to live full lives, I think we may be questioning that. We do have to find a balance to make sure that those migrant families have a safe place to go. But at the same time, my concern, I'm an elected official here. I represent the whole city and I'm the chair of public health in the last two years in homelessness. And I've centered my advocacy and policy on making sure that every resident has the resources they need. And I'm hearing that seniors and kids like Effie was just telling us that her her own family right might be disrupted so I'm making sure that the city is stepping up and connecting with all the departments so that these displaced you know residents who use this every day let's bring Keisha back in here Keisha um, you hear hear that from your counselor what do you want done right now um you know like she said we want to help them but at the same time what about us that need help here what about, you know, I'm, I'm a mother and I have four children. You know, they need help. They need somewhere to go. They need something to do. What type of activities used to be in this building? Skating ring, <laughs> exercising, you know, like a place where you can just go chill and stay out of trouble. Now we have to find other places. What's going to be the consequence of this being changed and just to migrants? Mm -hmm. Where are those kids going to go right now? Probably to yeah. the streets. <laughs> to the streets. <laughs> where most of them are already at. You know, where, you know, like when we look for help, it seems like the state and the governor and them people, they push us away. They want to turn our children to animals. 
They want you our children to be bad okay. and F up. You cannot stop criminals. You. Okay. She asked me, she writes down, she said, you did mute that, right? And I'm like, yeah, I totally muted the loaded magazine in there. But I didn't mute Matt's microphone, which Matt's microphone is never on. It's always muted. So, yes, everybody heard me shout that. Okay. So here we are. You're not very good at this, are you? First of all, it's not my fault. Because I always have Matt's mic muted. No. So I muted you and I muted me and then I yelled it. No, you don't need to rely on that, by the way, right? You have to just assume, right? You have to assume in this little blonde brain of yours. Leah. You're literally, we cannot dye your head anymore. Matt, you're on camera now. We cannot dye your hair anymore, okay? No more dyeing your hair. We're done with it. I was done with the blonde things, but you keep doing them. My face hurts so bad. Here's the deal. Now everyone knows that Michelle sleeps protected. And that's good. That's Why is that a bad thing? Well, because you're supposed to keep them in a safe. No, you don't have to. There's no legal law it's that just, says that. A lot of people sleep with loaded guns under their beds. It's just the weird people down the street. And then, be, and, then you get, you, and then you get in trouble. Nothing to be concerned about. I'm going to go hide it now. You're going to put it in the safe is what you're going to do. I will. As far as everyone is concerned, it's going in the safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We heard you shouting. Thank you, Sherry. It was amusing, says Donna. <laughs> so we have drug dealers two doors down. Literally across the street, it's one house and then another day. one. It's all day. Best show ever, haha, ha, says Sherry. It's all day. And we've talked to the cops about it and they can't but stop what kind them. of firework was that? Because literally it it's sounded just, like gunshots. It was like boom. It, boom. It's boom, just people with boom. It's just people with substance abuse problems and they they you know, you get high and yeah, man, like it or it's it's Billy. It, this is the boy who cried. It's wolf Billy Bob's have, birthday. Let's go out and shoot some fireworks. I have on multiple occasions seen um, like these acts of violence. Yeah, man. That'd and be cool. drug dealers coming and saying, I want my money. I want my banging on the door. I want my money. I want my money. And people peeling no, out. No, these are like. It's not a safe these are just, thing. These are just rednecks that think, you know. Yeah, man. But That'd the people so that fun. come Let's are not rednecks. Right Thank you, Tag. Fireworks right now. Thank you, Tag. Tag says that was awesome to hear that you're prepared. See, I told you, man. That's why we stocked up at the 4th of July so we have extra fireworks for times like this. I love my life. This is going to be so fun. The reason I'm going to tell you all the this the reason why I shouted that and the reason why I wanted to make sure that everybody was safe was because if they were gunshots, there were about 12 of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that seemed to me, normally I'm just well, like, call the police. Well, okay. I'm seeing- and I'm like, if that, if, if those were gunshots, that was a lot well, I'm of gunshots. Well, I'm seeing like that's why I went in the sky, like on the Fourth of July. So either it's fireworks, <laughs> or we have like helicopter military gunships hovering because over the it house. It was that intense, but it wasn't rapid fire. It wasn't like brrr. it you was know, like it's, boom. But it sounded like a shotgun. Yeah, it's like it didn't even sound like a shotgun to me. You know, I it's mean, like Apache helicopters or like those Hueys in Vietnam. Where it didn't you got, sound you like got fireworks. guys like it did not sound like fireworks. Fifty. I no fire machine guns. They're hanging off the side of the helicopter, like <laughs> spraying bullets down on the ground. 
Well, the cops are coming, so. Thank you, Sunday. She says, we don't dye hair. We enhance it, Leah. I have enhanced my hair. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my gosh. Dealers in my town let off fireworks to let their customer know, that, know there's a new drop. Okay, well, we just learned something new there. <laughs> That's probably what it was. Stuart the Brit says, Land of the Free. They must have gotten some pretty sweet stuff, and they want everyone to know to come. Britt Baza says, Leah Michelle, come to live on a mountain in Wales. My nearest neighbors are a half a I'm mile moving. away. I am no totally drug dealers. We live in literally the calmest neighborhood. This family has lived there for like 30 years and just like raised some, yeah, like raise yeah, some bad apples. Mm-hmm. And they just can't seem to nab them on doing, but they always they do. have they drug go, they're deals. They're out of jail all the time. They are, you're right. Yeah, so we just love on them. We're nice I just, to them. I We're just kind. want everyone to know they that... They need deliverance. We've been praying for them. What? It's normally just, power God. That just the, seemed a little excessive. And, and I was like, okay, Leah, you might need to get something else. To segue into something else more news... Worthy, you know, we're praying that since you know every other person in Wales, it seems like is named Jones, like all the Joneses out there, we pray that your neighbors stay all, all the cattle and sheep on the hills. Mountains, yeah, that's, a Sunday, them, that's not, a Sunday show thing, but yeah, and not the insanity of we're just going to put in a bunch of Bill Gates type weird technology and stuff. So, so James says, so you live in the hood, do you? No, we do not. We live in a, in a very uppity, expensive suburban neighborhood. It's not uppity expensive, but it is. The up- house across the street went, just went comes, for $900,000. all of the houses. We do not live in Tucker Carlson's neighborhood. The, we, this is our, we have a couple of, of, Larger houses. Most everybody's houses is for upper some middle reason, class. All of the houses have gone for three fifty, and then there's sits. We don't live in a big then, fancy the, neighborhood. We do. No, we it don't. sits right here. Our house, our property taxes have gone up so much because all these these crazy see, people are spending. We're trying spending... to save you money. We're bringing in drug dealers to drop your property taxes. <laughs> Just that think of the positive. We have not we can yet argue, done that. We can wow. argue that. We need to argue that. Yes, we should. Yeah, drop it by like a thousand dollars. So this is what Matt's talking about. If you want to go to my Resistance Chicks page, I don't know if you want to. Find so it. I hope you guys have enjoyed tonight's programming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> we that bring was you back to your regularly <laughs> scheduled <laughs> programming. Uh, Matt, we're gonna have to. I have to do the whales thing. This... So I have to do the whales thing on Sunday. So we're like. Wait, new... I had that one up. We're like. I know that's what I want you to that, have up. That news segment, it's or whatever that was. Oh, here we go. So what Matt it's, was referring to, so for a preview for Sunday's show, is that the farmers <clears throat> in Wales met together. Um, the what is it that the 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 Welsh government wants to take twenty percent of their well. Farming the thing home? is, it's it's so ridiculous because you have amongst the the tree hugging environmental people, and we. Like living off the land. I, I mean, like, I've always I liked like trees. I planting them. trees. Like you, it's awesome. You find a pine cone on a tree, and you, uh, and it hasn't opened yet. It's still got the seeds in there, and you put them in pots next to the house. You know, they're kind of sheltered, and you keep putting them in bigger pots, or like plant acorns and stuff until you find a permanent home for them. We like trees. We like trees. But the problem is, the government is saying you have to plant trees. You have to plant like, like 10 or 20% trees everywhere. And like they're saying, there's areas next to the coast and stuff 
the trees aren't going to grow. There's areas where it doesn't make sense to have trees and have the government kind of force it on people. It's not a good thing because, you know, like a lot of people, farmers and ranchers, especially regenerative ranching, they kind of manage how many trees are in the pastures because you want shade for the animals mm. and for the people. Like if you're next to a pond fishing or something, but you don't want so many trees because if you have too many, mm. then they're taking up all the sunlight and you can't get any grass to grow. Right. Mm. Okay, so this next uh, picture here, this is a, one of these, uh, this, this guy here, he flicked off everybody, um, beat up cops, and was released without bail. He beat up cops, and he was released without bail. He, went, he just left. Okay. And this other guy here, you guys may have heard of him, he was on the train with the, um, the, kind of, the, this, the, the man who went crazy and was going to you know, harm everybody on the train, and he put him in a headlock. And he ended up dying. Mm -hmm. So he is in jail um, and is facing years in criminal charges. Or, or he's okay, he was released on a, a hundred thousand dollar bail, but is facing criminal charges. The illegal immigrant is is free and just left. Wow. Oh my All right. gosh. Okay, let's uh we're gonna come back to the migrant and, and the convoy in a second, but let's go over here to uh, Glenn Beck and Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan tells me the house is cracking down on the use of public private partnerships to censor Americans, which is why we just said goodbye to Facebook, by the way, because of the uh, public private incestuous relationship censoring our right to just tell you guys the truth. <laughs> and to the pictures of you know, comedians with bloody Donald Trump heads are okay. We're going to talk about that soon. We are. We're we definitely going to get there. Second Amendment people here and First Amendment. We're all the amendments. Um, Twitter or X and Elon Musk got sued for it. Um, I think he's probably the best example that shows they are only afraid of free speech. That Twitter went from a hero when it was censoring people. And now yep. that the public can say, no, that's not true, and you can decide. They, they, I mean, I don't think they'll rest until they destroy him. Well, the, what they've done, the FTC, the government, I mean, it's like, it, it's truly unbelievable what's happened. And then, of course, just the left in general attacking this guy who simply has done what we just were talking about, embrace the First Amendment. Um, it, it's scary. I would argue anyone who threatens... Use whatever term you want. The, the left, the swamp, the establishment, anyone who does that, they come after. And you can see with Elon Musk, and you can certainly see it with what you've had to go through. You can most certainly see it with President Trump, what they've done to him, the lawfare, the taking him to court time. So anyone who threatens that, the left's going to come after. Here's the good news. Even though the left controls almost every single institution, Big tech, big media, big sports, big corporations, Hollywood, higher education, you name it, the left controls it. They still don't control we the people. And if we the people push back in a smart way, in the right way, and embrace the rights that have served our country so well, I still believe that we can prevail in the end. But it's pretty scary, as you pointed out. And this AI is really scary when you think about the, how they can scale up the censorship effort. Um, that's why we're digging into it, and we're going to have a hearing on it and start start figuring out what we can do. So what did you find on this particular organization? Anything you can share? Can't share anything right now, but we're, we, we've got, 
I mean, we've done 90-some different subpoenas. We've done, I forget how many, uh, transcribed interviews and depositions. We just continue to do the work that the Constitution requires us to do as members of Congress, our oversight function, our oversight duty. We just continue to do that. Um, we're going we're gonna to really dig into this bank issue and what, what we've just started to uncover with government and, and banks working to surveil their customers' purchases and, and statements they make if they do an online oh, yeah. purchase. Um, this is frightening, particularly when it was done without any, any legal process, without any warrant. Uh, we, we find this particularly troubling. particularly troubling as well. Go ahead and play the next one here. Our Glenn Beck says, the White House can't just tell platforms like YouTube to censor me for saying that climate overlord solutions are insane. They're not doing this just on YouTube. They're doing this on Facebook. You cannot question. I don't even know what they mean by climate change. You're not allowed. Well, see, I guess we kind of got off the topic. The What we're saying before about the trees and whales, it's like, on the one hand, you have people saying you have to plant trees and that, you know, traditional environmental types. And then you have the Bill Gates guys now saying they want to clear cut like almost all the forests and, and places like panels. Scotland <clears throat> and for carbon sequestration. And then you got to can't just leave them there on the ground because then the carbon escapes into the atmosphere. So you have to bury all the trees in the ground. You have to bury the trees. And no forest, no nothing for carbon sequestration. It's insane. Okay. I mean, it can't both be true. You can't say we want as many trees as possible and get rid of all the trees at the same time. You can't, it cannot both be true, right? So I love this story. This is from The Independent, because we're independent. Uh -huh. Independent Climate News, written by Louise Boyle, senior climate correspondent. Wow, she reports on the weather. Uh, so she writes, <laughs> climate misinformation is mutating on YouTube. Oh, no. Listen to this. Climate misinformation is rapidly mutating across social media, <laughs> allowing nefarious actors. I'd like to thank the Academy. Nefarious <laughs> actors to skirt restrictions and continue to profit. Oh, my gosh. Now. Let me just run this through globalist left lingo, you know, through a, a disinformation translator. Uh, what they say when they say climate misinformation, it actually means something closer to climate opinion or perspective that may differ from the left wing approved narrative that the earth is melting and we're all going to die under a decade uh, unless we eat bug tacos and ride bicycles everywhere. It's going to be yeah. great. If you disagree with that. Maybe we should ride bicycles. <sighs> no what would she say? Nefarious actor. Now, this article from the British news outlet, The Independent, which it isn't, mentions a, quote, nonprofit research group called the Center for Countering Digital Hate. That sounds great, right? They just released a report about how Google is allowing so much climate misinformation to profit from videos on YouTube. The article mentions me, uh, quote, conservative firebrand Glenn Beck, which <laughs> and Blaze TV. And they say that we're purveyors of climate change denial, according to this report, by the Center for Countering Digital Hate. I don't deny that climate is changing. It's always changing. The CCDH report sounds the alarm regarding, quote, 
new denial about climate change. You see the old-timey denial? You know, that meant you just straight up don't believe climate change is real? That's not bad. That's bad, but not, not this bad. The CCDH says the old-timey denial is being replaced by a new wave of nefarious denial that says, quote, the impacts of global warming are beneficial or harmless. I've never heard that one. That climate solutions won't work. Uh-huh, that, I've, I've said that one. And that climate science and climate movement may be unreliable. Wow, now I'm a climate denier. I'm dangerous and nefarious because I said those two things? Those two things. Isn't it amazing how they just broaden the definition of climate change denial, mm. making that entrapment noose larger and larger? Oh, don't worry, people on the left. Oh, soon that, will, that little noose will be big enough to grab you by the neck, too. Mm. Now, according to this anti-hate group, you cannot question whether the climate overlord solutions will work. Of course they will work! In America, we used to call that uh, policy debate. This group is saying you cannot even question the climate science, nor question whether the climate movement can be trusted. Now, I thought asking questions was the whole basis of science, but then again, I was very little and very small. I'd like more science, please. Maybe science has changed since those good old days. <laughs> Now, this is comically absurd, yet the underlying mission of this group is nefarious. Let me use a new word, insidious. Mm. They are equating perspectives other than the approved globalist narrative with hate. Ah, they are, and, that's, and, and Facebook has made it a, a, a thing that you're not allowed to question their version of well, there's so much to talk it's about in that one clip. Anymore. It's like Why do they keep changing so many it? roads to go down. You can go down the whole climate change route. You can go the censorship route. Yeah, you could, you could, you could do a lot, a lot of things. Because like they're going against guys like Alex Jones and whoever, and some things people just don't agree with. And other things like, hey, he might have been wrong here or there, but people have a right just to voice their opinion on the news. Mm -hmm. I mean. Like Glenn Beck was kind of alluding to, I'm assuming, like, how many times do the weather guys get it wrong? Like, they're always yeah. wrong. Like, no one's, like, taking them to court like Alex Jones, like, you said there's going to be severe weather and I canceled my plans to go camping, mm -hmm. to take the boat out on the lake. And, you know, it's your fault. We're suing. We're suing. Yeah. You said it was going to rain, so I put the seeds in the ground and it didn't happen. Or, it's a good example. Or you said it's going to be a light rain like the pilgrims got, and it was just a big downpour, and all my seeds got washed downstream. Always they, question. washed into the neighbor's yard. Question the science. All right, so I got this clip here from um, the Take the, Our Border, the, the take back, our border convoy. back Convoy. This pastor guy's here. I don't even know his name. We've put his clip up everywhere. Uh, let's hear what he has to say. been driving, and as you tell, I have lost my voice with all the praying that we've been doing. But it is so many people across the nation coming together. Once again, come on in here, brother. Black, white, Jew, Gentile, Protestant, Catholic. Like I said, everybody is on board, man. Everybody is here. 
everybody, all citizens of this country who care about this country, everybody is waking up, all of the division, all of the divides, they're going away. We don't care what the mainstream media got to say. We don't care. This is reality. Wake up out the matrix and let's go. Come to Texas peacefully. We praying. We bringing the country together. Today is the day, baby. We become the United States of America. Let's go. Uh, I've been driving and as you tell, I have The Take Our Border Back Convoy on Twitter. And then also, you guys can find them, takeourborderback.com, takeourborderback.com. They have a Rumble channel now called We The People. Mm. They will be streaming tomorrow's events. And we will be streaming tomorrow's events from their stream to both Resistance mm -hmm. Chicks and Bards FM mm -hmm. Rumble channels. So you yeah. guys can tune in. That starts at 12 p.m. Uh, Central Time. So 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Mm -hmm. All right. So Governor Laura, Laura Healy, <clears throat> never heard of her, but she's a Democrat from Maine. She starts crying. No, oh dear. Because girls do that. Uh, you really shouldn't elect them. Um, a Roxbury Recreation Center is being utilized by hundreds of Boston residents. And she's had to. Oh, my god. She's gosh. sad, too, that she has to use your rec center. Okay. And she wishes she had another option. Now, what's amazing to me is that they have no care for those on the border right now. Mm -hmm. They have no care for Texas or Arizona or California. When it hits them, ooh, what was me? Right. Exactly. They advocate okay. for open borders. Because I'm committed to this. Little kids need to be able to breathe clean air. They need to be able to access swimming pools. They need to have lifeguards there who are going to teach them how to swim. And they need to have activities. I don't know what we're going to do for a couple, three months. I'll call universities. I'll call other places. The governor went on to say she is also looking at other locations, but has not said exactly where. Emotional. Oh, I'm emotional, she said. I'm emotional. You're emotional something. Oh uh, I'm emotional about this. Um, so Michael Cassidy, the guy who took down the Baphomet in the Iowa State oh, Capitol, yeah. here's the thing. He faces a hate crime. A hate crime is supposed to be against, like, Jewish people, Christians. It's against well, I Satan. That, I thought it was you kind of, I thought they kind of put it up as a joke, and they're atheists. They're not even. They did. Supposedly. I mean, to me, you're either following God or, or you're not, but, I mean. They'd say, you know, we're just kind of neutral. We're just doing this as a joke. So this is, to me. So what he did was, here's the picture. This so is what it was, was, and they tore, and he tore, he kind of tore it down. But and I can so see how you're not was, supposed to deface property, but a hate crime. So if it's like, you know, George Washington or like, you know, William Penn or Thomas Jefferson or someone like that. It's not a hate crime if you if you defend. But if you if you tear down the, the other monuments, like why is that not a problem? I don't know, but here's the thing: in America, or like war memorials, the one or something thing like that, that you are allowed to hate that shall not be a crime is the devil. Exactly. And Satan. And Satan. This is a Christian country, man. This is a Christian country, and you are allowed to hate the devil. It is well, not a hate devil. crime to hate the devil. Well, and it's not even like a Christian thing because it seems like a lot of different religions they talk about. And even in like Hollywood movies, you have good and you have evil. And like, can everyone say like, the, hate the evil. devil's bad? The, even there's if, a scripture on that. Love the good, hate the evil. Yeah, I'm supposed to do that. Our founding fathers are not going to call that a hate crime. They're gonna they're gonna give him a sword and knight him. Okay, so uh, we've got this Dr. Brian here who says I'm not allowed to tell you this. He's the founder of uh, perinatal medicine. He talks about the origins of organ transplants. Oh dear God committee at Harvard, and the committee invented brain death. 
uh, the committee did not do studies on dogs or cats or rats. They didn't collect data on human beings, they just invented brain death. And they had no patient data, they had no basic science studies. And, and, and I know it's really awful when you know about it. And it doesn't get better, it keeps getting worse after that. Then uh, um, a lot of people think that brain death means flat brain waves. They're not even required to do brainwave testing. No way they did that. They, they studied nine patients and two of the nine still had brainwave activity. And then they concluded, no longer is it necessary to look at brainwaves. So it's not required to look for brainwave activity. So when they're doing the, the transplantation on people they say are, are brain dead, they're, they're, all alive. To, they're all alive yeah. and completely recoverable. They're all alive. You cannot. So they're harvesting organs out of people who are who are in some way conscious. They just can't communicate. It's one thing uh, not to demonstrate consciousness, and then we use words like unconscious. But unconscious does not mean that there's no consciousness. It just means that we do not observe consciousness, and there's a difference. So it's a, it's, it's a, like a subjective. Right, and whether a purpose, whether a person uh, shows consciousness or not, does not indicate whether they're alive or dead. Gotcha. The pain is um, is one of those things that's real, and we should pay attention to it. But pain is the way that body t the body uh, knows that something's wrong, and it's a way that healing is a new. Just because a person can't demonstrate pain doesn't mean they don't have pain. You know, a very good example of that is they, they give paralyzing agents uh, uh, when they take the organs so that they don't move and they don't oh, squirm. That's so horrible. And, and even if they don't move and don't squirm, when they cut on them, their heart rate goes up and their blood pressure mm -hmm. goes up, and, which is the response to pain. And, but they can't demonstrate that they have pain. Because they're paralyzed, they medically they're paralyzed. paralyzed them. Yeah. So they can't respond by... Right. And oh, that's horrible, horrible, horrible. And it gets really bad if you pay attention to it. I love that he's able to eat and drink while he's talking So in any event, they in, invented brain death to mainly to get organs but then also so they don't waste money on treating people who aren't ever going to get a job, who, who are just going to live and, and not die. And so to see what brain death is, it's primarily a way to get organs. And the, the way that brain death works is that they, they get the clergy and the people in pastoral care uh, and and uh, to get involved, and then in, in organ transplants, they have a designated requester, and the designated requester is usually a very nice person who dresses nice and and befriends the relatives. Can I get you a cup of coffee? Oh, I know this has to be terrible on you. We'll do everything we can to help you, and all of that is part of getting them indoctrinated to get their, yeah, uh, to get their organs. And See, and you cannot get any, cannot get any organs from a cadaver. 
Every organ that's transplanted is a healthy organ, and you can only get healthy organs from living persons. You cannot get any organs for transplant from a cadaver. So and, you don't put it on your license? And the things I'm telling you is that you, you are not allowed to hear. Uh, it, uh, and because if you hear it, you will be upset, as you, all three of you are upset. And rightly so, you should be upset, because uh, um, whose organs do they want? They want the organs from the, uh, for, certainly from all children, but especially the people who are 16 to 30, and their life is in jeopardy. If they're unconscious and on a ventilator, they're going to get their organs, and they do everything to get their organs. And, and uh, once the organs are taken, you can't bring them back to life, and so that what they do is they tell the relatives, well, you, you know, your, your, your daughter Sally would really like to do something good, and this is a way to make something good out of this tragedy, and, and, uh, or your son. And the, while they have been getting organs from accidents and gunshot wounds, they now get more organs from overdose of drugs than they do from accidents and gunshot wounds combined. There are eight deaths a day from overdose in Ohio, and and they they get their organs is, is what they want, and and so what are they doing? They're giving the policemen the Narcan to counteract the drug which gets them into the emergency room but it doesn't save their life. It gets them in the emergency room and they still get their organs. And so... It's so diabolically disgusting. Oh, it really is. See, it's so bad. So, Did you guys hear? I did not know that. We'll see, so the Narcan is not to save their lives. They're getting it. Oh, all your relatives need the Narcan. The police need the Narcan because they want their organs. It's a big business. Well, that's the thing. We act like, oh, China, they're stealing the body parts out of those Christians that they're throwing in prison there. You know, and China bad, America good. Well, back to the American healthcare thing again. Well, this goes to the illegal immigration, bringing up the fentanyl. We're doing the same thing. We want more organs. Let's get rid of those white trash kids. Let them overdose. Get the Narcan. Like, this this is a nefarious... System that you gotta it's, let's we're get doing them the on same the drugs. Thing let's that hope they overdose. It's like the artificial system in the mm-hmm. hospitals, and you know they have this. Especially, you know, when the internet was first coming out, it seemed like if anyone did any kind of research on their own, like the whole hospital would crack down on people. Ah, and they'd look, they'd look at you like you're an idiot. Like I, I went to medical school for I don't know how many years. And I've been going through continual learning and training, and who are you to say anything? The legalization of drugs so now you're just makes supposed to be the so stupid person that doesn't think for themselves. So I hear people all the time talking about you need to legalize drugs, legalize drugs, and yes. we know some drug addicts. They they in, in Ohio, they'll catch you with drugs on you and they'll release you. And I I, I now know why. Well, the but they're hoping that you will you will go back out. Listen. They, the, the the powers that be, these pharmaceutical companies, they are trying to make money. They're all about making money. They're not all about, it. they say it's health care, but it's more like we're, we're treating people that are already injured and already have problems. And, you know, it's like the, 
in any business, you want people so continually nice. coming into your store to buy your products or use your services. Like, it's not in their interest to say, you know what, you can make your own apple cider vinegar. You don't have to go into the store and buy it from us anymore. Let me brag about how I make my own brag. That was a good joke. I want to read some of these comments because this was this was a really uh, so important video for sick. a lot of people. Let me get through some of these guys because uh, this is important. Um, let's see. Crazy, I didn't know this, says Sherry. Um... Becky says, you can't just take it off of your license. You have just keep listening. There's a law in 47 states. You're automatically signed up. Ohio is the state he's testified against this law. So there must have been more to that video because Becky said she already watched this video already. And she so talked to Tag about it. On it. I thought, That's, well, I thought it was like back, back in the day, like it was like in the to, back of the license. You I had think to like what she means is if you've checked it, it. You, can't, you can't just uncheck it. Right. No, I think she was saying that we're already, we don't know well, it, but we're already signed up. The way she was up. wording it, it sounds like. That's what it sounds the like. No, like the no call list, like your, your home line and now cell phones. It seems like, hey, your number's out there yeah. and they can call you for, they went out of business, but you know, for Sears mm -hmm. vinyl siding or whatever, like, hey, do you want to buy some stuff? So Tag says, you have, have to, to be alive to have your organs harvested. I did not know well, that because they harvest organs from car wreck victims all the time. And you think to yourself, they've died. And so what we just learned is that you do not need to be, you, you cannot be dead for them to harvest your organs, which I did not know that. It's, it's basically they're saying you're not a person that's worth trying to keep going. So... You know, it's like a car, like a car has been in a couple fender benders or whatever, or it has like a problem with the engine and you think, well, we'll just start parting it out. You know, we have these other cars, Ta that bumper's good, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. that, that headlight Keep bezel looks nice. The chrome's good on that. Let's pull that off and put this on. My on mom car. has for years and I used to disagree with my mom like a lot. And she'd be like, don't you don't want it. I am not an organ donor on my license because my mom said I you do. I don't want you to be. And I'm like, OK, well, if my mom doesn't want me to. And, you know, if if I die before her or whatever, then I would want my mom's wishes. And, you know, over the years, I've really turned into like being against it. But in the beginning, I'm like, it's a very noble thing to do. Everybody you help thinks out. that. Yeah. You I mean, if you're not around, but you, I mean, you think, you know, Dr. Byrne, B-R-Y-N-E. Uh, Becky has put the link to the whole video in the chat on Rumble. Well, it's like, it's like, you know, someone in the military where they're serving to protect others or police or, you know, I can't go to the cross for someone's sins, but Jesus Christ did. But, you know, if I'm gone, I can't do much for people. But if my organs could save someone, then why not? But if the whole system's corrupt and it's like, someone's lawn really doesn't need to be mowed but they're like you know you you were wanting to mowing anyway mm -hmm. like yeah we need yeah. these organs yeah or like yeah our hospital can profit so let's put that you know ventilator on you and give you that remdesivir and exactly take our, your organs so i got dr phil here on the southern border and he's blasting kamala harris and the fentanyl crisis Texas law enforcement has seized over 454 million lethal doses of fentanyl during this border mission. Governor Abbott has said that the federal government has broken the pact between the United States federal government and the states. Governor Abbott says President Biden has refused to enforce those laws and has even violated them. 
the result is a humanitarian crisis unlike anything we've seen before, smashing records for illegal immigration by wasting taxpayer dollars to tear open Texas border <clears throat> to tear open Texas border security infrastructure. Governor Abbott says President Biden has enticed tens of thousands of illegal immigrants away from 28 legal entry points along the Texas border and into the dangerous and deadly waters of the Rio Grande. According to the Department of Homeland Security, since President Biden took office, more than 6 million illegal immigrants have crossed Texas' southern border in just three years. That's more than the population of 33 different states in this country. And what about our Vice President, Kamala Harris? Did you know she's our country's immigration czar? <laughs> Guess how many times she's been to the border? Once. So I love this from Dr. Phil, and I can guarantee you, just having, you know, watched Dr. Phil over the years, he wouldn't be doing this if he didn't have a personal bone in this fight. And he's seen Probably so much, just a loved one mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. I can guarantee you the he's got a bone in, the, in, this, in this fight. And I'm glad. Mm -hmm. I mean, clearly he was reading from a script. It doesn't matter to me. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm really, I'm you glad. The, you want the off-the-cuff show version? Like, do you realize that your mm -hmm. border has a problem? Or whatever, where he always tells the person, like, do you realize you have a problem? It, it, mm -hmm. And that's a good point. You got a problem down here. You do. Now, I want to make sure I'm not going to blast you guys out here. So forgive me if this is loud because I got this turned so look, And they're in a position where they can't control their borders. It matters how you control your borders. Not just for immigration, but it matters for drugs, terror, a whole range of other things. When I took office, I committed to fixing this broken immigration system. And I began by doing what I could to secure our borders. Even as we are a nation of immigrants, we're also a nation of laws. Undocumented workers broke our immigration laws. And I believe that they must be held accountable, especially those who may be dangerous. If you're a criminal, you'll be deported. If you plan to enter the U.S. illegally, your chances of getting caught and sent back just went up. All Americans, not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes, to better identify illegal aliens in the workplace. Not fair to Americans. So you have to hold employers responsible in this measure here, hold them responsible that they have to hire Americans first. Only if there's no Americans available for the job should we be promoting the idea of bringing in extra workers, in my view. I don't know why we need millions of people to be coming into this country as guest workers who will work for lower wages than American workers and drive wages down even lower than they are right now. People in the country should have the first opportunity to be able to have jobs that pay well, and have jobs that are decent, and that after that, 
the second crack goes to what we may need from other parts of the world. Illegal immigration is wrong, plain and simple. Until the American people are convinced that we will stop future flows of illegal immigration, we will make no progress. A bait and switch where they tell you something, they make you believe in something, and then they do the opposite. And then when you begin to say the same things that they said, then you're now crazy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I feel like you and, do that to me sometimes. Well, and that Bill Clinton quote, that'd be a perfect thing to have as like some sort of meme or something and say like, have, you know, people get triggered by it. Like, wow, this is some sort of radical person. Like mm -hmm. orange man bad said that. So, or something, but no, it's Bill Clinton. Denver has set a limit on its shelter stays due to 40,000 migrant arrivals. Starting February 5th, Denver will impose limits on the days migrants can stay in its shelters due to the strain caused by an influx of nearly 40,000 migrants over the past year. Those exceeding the shelter Denver, stay Colorado, limit will be detected, directed to the streets. Mayor Mike Johnston estimates the city will require $100 million in 2024 to cover housing, schooling, health care, and other services. The city with a population of 710,000 has become a top destination per capita. Get all of these migrants. Where do you think they're coming from? Where do you think they're coming from? This is absolutely crazy. What the heck, man? Can barely get through this street here. <laughs> oh my God. What the heck? A hungry father got down on his knees and used a pole to try and fish food out from behind a fence. The Venezuelan migrant said his five kids were not far away and were hungry. The food he was able to get, he shared with immigrants that were staying in the same location in Denver. This is in Denver, Colorado. This? this is just insanity. It's absolute insanity. I, well, so, I think the, the dehumanization of people, you know, they're behind fences. It, it, that story in and of itself is going to lend your heart to migrants mm -hmm. and you're going to be feeling like, oh, we should be feeding them. We should be housing. Look at these families. This dad's trying to help his kids. You know, they're just, you know, it's that entire thing I felt was like just trying to pull at your heartstrings. Well, here I've got Joe Biden saying he's done all he can. He says he needs more Border Patrol and more judges. More ju what do you he mean says more he, judges? He can do nothing. I, yeah, this clip is absolutely... Insane. He, this, I, I, I don't have words for it. I've been doing it. all I can for the border. It's, it, this is really weird. I'm really glad that you actually just showed that older clip of Biden. It's literally well, no, like he's not well, the same person. Well, well, some people have these conspiracy theories where they say that you can show it over, he's toss it over so it's not the same person. How do you feel about that? I I think it's the same person, but I have to say, he talks. I can do. Just give me the power. I've asked for the very day I got in office. Give me the border control. Give me the people. Give me the people to judge it. Give me the people who can stop this and make it work right. I don't I really don't understand what he's talking about there. It's it's, you know, the the Texas National Guard put up razor wire and they're wanting to take it down. Uh, they, they they want to they want the people through. So I, this is all just a very strange, um, a strange uh, 
uh, look at things and I, I don't really have. They words. want the people through. And if you guys, um, I want you guys to check out, hopefully I'll get it downloaded and uploaded the show that we did with Scott Kesterson tonight on Brighton TV. Mm-hmm. And Scott posed something that I had not considered yet. And um, he talked about, and we're off of Facebook, so I can say this, all of the people that have died from the vaccine, mm. we are missing a lot of people. Now, not all, they're not all working-aged people, okay? A lot of them are the elderly. They've died from cancers and heart attacks and strokes and so on and so forth. But it's a but slow the people, kill. But there's all, we are now missing... This isn't always like died suddenly 10 seconds after a, they get the jab. A massive amount of people. And so how would you cover that up in the workforce? you would bring over migrants and people are already just now used to like, you know, it was a really, I had not considered that angle and I'm used to having those kinds of angles in my head. So I was, it was, you know, yeah, they're getting replaced in the UK too. Mm. This is not friendly. Uh, This, this interview here, I suggest everybody watch it. Um, It's 48 minutes here with Brett Weinstein with Tucker Carlson uh, Michelle, just start the video here, and and then I'll kind of go over a little bit. We'll just it, play. That's from the start of the show, and I already closed it out. So hang on, let me. He let says, me go back uh, and get I, it. "So he went down to Darien Gap with Michael Yan, and I was just, I was just really interested on their take on this immigration." He said that he was shocked to see the number of Chinese camps, mm-hmm. and what he was alluding to was that. This was an invasion, but he doesn't know exactly what their goal is. Because we do know that um, in the UK, you could kind of understand Muslim immigration with terrorism. Mm -hmm. but And you could say terrorism, but I don't think we've landed on the reason. Well, it depends on which conspiracy theory you believe, too. Mm. Because lots of people like Mike Adams and whoever, Michael Yon, a lot of them believe that... You know, China wants to sort of conquer the United States. They do. But sort of like leave us here as like slaves to like run the factories or the factory they're farms. They're already doing it. They're buying up all for the them and corporations. They're buying up property. They're like there's, they're running there's a lot of all things. All sorts of people that if you believe it, like on like Alex Jones and different channels where they talk about supposedly or they have like giant warehouses like full of like military gear and like weapons for the Chinese troops or Middle Easterners, whatever Mm. you believe. And like, Mm. you know, and like the uniforms for them and everything. So they just have to like throw the uniforms on and hit the streets and do their thing. That's not the video. It's down. I'm sorry. This is uh, the zero hedge articles are literally the worst. Would have been better for you to retweet this one out. Um, to watch, I can I can pull up Zero Hedge articles, but they're a PNG file. I can so, find it. Why don't you just tell me, hey, hey, Rhea? I'm looking at. I, I just tried to play it, and I've almost got it. All you have it. to do, all you have to do is all you have to do is, look up you is just click watch on X, and and I tried to do that, and it wouldn't come up for me. Here, all you have to do is just go to Twitter okay, and great. retweet because Tucker's videos are just they're yeah. Up, I so. refuse okay, to great. call it X, by the way. I know. Me too. I'm with you there. I'm going. I'm going back to X split. I can get my videos up. We'll try Wirecast. We will try to make everything we do in this world is to make Leah's life easier. No, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I promise you. Who was I telling the other day? I was like, it comes up once a show. Actually, I try to go back to. I try to make your life easier. No, I I don't mind this. 
Every time we get a new computer or something, they promise you. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll figure it out. With the technology, they promise you everything's going to get better. But then it's like, I know. It gets worse. We're always going to have something going on, guys. We just need to run the show off of like Windows 95, Windows 3.1, something like that. I feel bad. If I had a producer, they'd be running around with a chicken. Like like one of the original versions of Michelle's just a producer and a host at the same time. Well, this has not happened to me before. Oh, here we go. This should work. There we go. Oh my gosh, we're getting to get. There we go, Tucky. You come for the professionalists here. Just That's why they broadcast here. on ham radio or something. And now I can't simple. hear them. Oh, I got to turn them up. Hang on. Place it's between Panama and Colombia, really and it is a gap in the Pan American Highway. In other words, if you want to get from South America okay, to North America overland, you have to go through the Darien Gap, but it's very difficult. And yet, last year, at least five hundred and twenty thousand migrants crossed it to come here. How did that happen? What is it? What is going on in the Darien Gap? It's the key, in some ways, to the story, this immigration story. Well, almost no one has taken the time to go to the Darien Gap and find out what's happening there. Leave it to a world-around biologist to do that, not a journalist, a biologist. That would be Dr. Brett Weinstein, who is the host, along with his wife, Heather, of the Dark Horse podcast. And he was just there last week because he wanted to see it for himself. We're honored to have him join us now to tell us what he found. Dr. Weinstein, thank you so much. Very good to be back with you, Tucker. So can you, that was my feeble attempt to ad lib an explanation of the Daring Gap, but can you, can you a little more precisely tell us what it is? Sure. Uh, you did a pretty good job. The Pan American Highway is a road that literally goes from Prudhoe Bay, Alaska, to the southern tip of South America. It is unbroken, but for a 60-mile stretch uh, between Panama and Colombia. It is not a canyon, as many people imagine the gap must be. It's an impenetrable piece of jungle, and the road has never been completed there, not because it's technically impossible to do, but because the combination of the difficulty of putting a road through that jungle and the the danger of doing so has meant that North and South America have been separated in this way uh, for the entire history of that road. So you often hear people say it's a perilous journey to get across that 60 miles of the Darien Gap. Is that a fair assessment? Uh, it's beyond fair. Let's just say uh, I did my graduate work uh, not far from Darien. I did it in, in central Panama. And the jungle in the Darien Gap is someplace that one um, does not go without careful preparation. It is uh, quite dangerous. It involves a number of conditions that make it perilous. For one thing, the Cordillera, which is the mountain range that is effectively the continental divide, the same continental divide that we see in Colorado, for example, continues down through Central America and it passes through Darien. So imagine a very uh, difficult jungle without proper trails through it in which migrants have to come up that mountain range and they're almost all unprepared. They don't have the kinds of materials you would want with you. So they're soaking wet from rain. They're sleeping on the ground. And so they get hypothermia. Um, it's extremely slippery. So people are constantly sliding down hills, breaking limbs. They sleep in their shoes and get trench foot. It's a very treacherous uh, journey. And the difficulty of it should not be underrated. So how did, I mean, you wonder why there's not a permanent team of New York Times reporters there trying to tell the rest of us what exactly is happening. Half a million people move through there in one year. 
how did you wind up there? Well, I, I wound up there because Michael Yan had been sending me materials, uh, thinking that I would be interested in what was taking place in Panama. And of course, I was utterly fascinated by what I was seeing. Now, some of your viewers may not know Michael. Michael is a former Green Beret who has refashioned himself. <laughs> the last time I was on your program, I talked about Goliath. Yes. And uh, if there's a Goliath, there's a David. And I would argue that Michael Yan is like David's eyes. He's been traversing the world trying to understand a story that as yet has no name. And that story is partially in the Darien of Panama, and it's all sorts of other places, including uh, in various UN installations. There, there's some story that is uh, difficult to piece together, and he's been, he's been um, physically traveling to all of its various epicenters and showing people. So, and that is the story of mass migration. Uh, mass migration, I now think, is a piece of it. Now, when I went to Panama, I had a hard time explaining to myself why I was going because... Those are the best trips, aren't they? They, yes. <laughs> they, they, they are. The serendipity of it is is important. But it was hard for me to justify in my head going to such a place when it wasn't going to change. You know, the, the videos he had sent me were quite clear. Um, so what was it I was going to learn by standing there that I couldn't also learn by looking at these things? Well, I'm very glad I went because it did actually radically change my understanding of what I was looking at for reasons I better understand now. Um, you can pause it, it just real quick. One this needs is, to you see know, the... Uh, every the, once in a while when I hear something and I look it up and I heard it, I, I learned something. We all learn and we should learn. I did not know when talking about the Darien Gap that you cannot physically drive there are no trails the, the between between panama and colombia so south america is literally like not connected out, to central or right? north america by it's, a road or a trail even a walking trail just as it's documented in that documentary that just came out showing the Darien gap and the mm. the two guys traveling through yeah and it's probably as much as it is hard terrain i mean Part of it, it's, it has to be intentional almost because as hard as the trail is for people to travel, it's also hard for governments and police forces or whatever to like get in there to sort of stop whatever's going on because they're like, you know, it's like Rambo. He just like disappears off into the jungle somewhere. You know, it's... these people just disappear off into these trails in the middle of nowhere and they just like... You know, they're like some of the tribal people that were just completely sheltered from all of their civilization that got evangelized by the gospel like 50, 100 years ago, kind of down in the, some of those areas, and you just disappear. So I've got this picture up, Leah. That's the one that I brought up mm. for them to be able to look at and see. Do you want me but, to finish the interview? You can play a little bit. sites that he showed us um, in order to really piece together what this story is. So you went, if I can summarize what I think you're saying, because you're a researcher and you wanted to know what's actually happening. Uh, the thing that gets de-emphasized when we talk about um, 
high-quality science is the degree to which it is f informed by well-tutored intuition. So I had a sense that I needed to see it for reasons that my conscious mind wasn't certain of at the time. And I followed that, and I'm, I'm very glad I did. Follow your instincts. Boy, that is, that is the lesson of so many moments in life. So what did you find, and what did you conclude? Well, uh, I concluded a number of things, and, and the whole thing was so um, mentally disruptive that I, I'm still in the process of unpacking what it was and debating with myself about what it means, but uh, I'll give you um, some basics. But I, I do have to ask something of your audience. There's part of this that is just me reporting what I saw and what I learned from Michael and others on our trip. And there's part of it that's me speculating, and I'm trying to do it as responsibly as possible because a great deal hinges on what the actual explanation for what, what we looked at is. So when I'm speculating, I'm going to be careful to tell you that that's what I'm doing and people should, you know, treat hypotheses as hypotheses um, and, and nothing more. But the first place that this trip really changed my understanding was I went down thinking that I was going to see a migration and other people have called it an invasion and there is something troubling to me about the tension between these two things I mean which is it and I came away with the sense that it's probably literally both and the way that manifests is you have a massive movement of people through the Darien from Colombia now, I did not know when I went down. I now know that most of those people actually start in Ecuador. And the reason they start in Ecuador is that Ecuador has a policy where they don't require a visa. So people coming from all over the world can land in Quito, Ecuador, find their way through Colombia, move through the Darien. And if they survive it, which not all of them do, they can then get relatively directly all the way through Central America into the U.S. But that's not all that's going on. So... We went to several of the, I guess you would call them, transit camps. These are places where people who have come by whatever route to Darien, where they uh, recover if they're injured and they have to accumulate money because even if they settle out on their journey with enough money to buy a bus ticket to get them through Central America, by the time they've come through Darien, almost all of them have been robbed, and much worse, actually. People are being robbed, women are being raped, um, and lots of people are dying. The migrants talk about stepping over bodies in Darien, and for somebody with experience in these kinds of jungles, it's not hard to see how, without a support network, the kinds of stuff that can happen in a jungle can become uh, deadly very quickly. So this, you can see how this jungle would become very deadly very quickly. Um, this is what they're saying right now. Okay, I need a screen share. Go to Maine. Okay. And then toss yourself over there. Okay, I wanted to bring that. No, I wanted a screen share. I wanted to talk while I'm not done yet. Okay, then later. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right. Um, yeah, I'm not done with this clip here because it. There was so much packed in what he was trying to say. He's an evolutionist. Um, he goes on in, in the end of this interview to talk about how, how it could possibly be because of China's one-child policy that these Chinese migrants that are coming over might actually be part of an army. This can spiral. 
and see if I can um... out of control. So let's see here. Let me get towards the end here. Uh, whatever experts still exist on the various related topics. I mean, frankly, I would talk to Michael Yan about all of the things that are connected to this story, all the things he's seen all over the world. He has a very good sense for who the players are and what he knows has to be brought together with an understanding of um, how these dynamics might play out. Hmm. But I have to say, I'm not sure, I don't know how much time we have. Again, I don't know if what I saw implies a uh, another shoe is going to drop. Hmm. How many of these Chinese sleepwalkers have to end up in the U.S. before some other phase kicks off? Um, how many Chinese sleepwalkers have to you know, come in unless another shoot, because the word that I got was that COVID was the beginning of a war and a war with China. We're at war. Well, they, 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 for all the bad things that came with all the technology and internet and just complicating everyone's life. The good thing is we can watch news channels from other countries and you see that, you know, they're going through a lot of this stuff, you know, it's, Things are escalating in the UK with violence and places where you, you really can't travel through because it's just too bad. Yeah. And, you know, it seems like, you know, you played a clip earlier of an incident happening with the police officers, but mm -hmm. things have been really quiet to like too quiet almost in the United States for the amount of people flooding in compared to what they've gone through in other countries. Yeah. Let me know if you can hear if you can't hear Matt in the chat because I just muted one of these mics so I can because there's a little bit of an echo. But I do believe now this is not to cause fear. I don't want to cause any fear in anyone, but just strategy and understanding the enemy's strategy here I think is important. And I just feel the power of God in it. When the Lord told me judgment, uh, He told me fire and ice was judgment, and that ice standing for the immigration. Um, in customs enforcement that well, it goes along with what happened to Israel in the Old Testament. You know, the country was having judgment having is coming over the border, and, you know, because of abortion and all kinds of stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God basically said, you know, I'm bringing in the Syrians and the Chaldeans and the Babylonians. Mm -hmm. and Let me play this a little bit. What was the involvement of? COVID? Is it just happenstance? Or is there something about the COVID crisis that is in hmm. some way connected to what we are now? Yes. What do you mean? This is a place we have to be extremely careful. I, I'm just looking at the various puzzle pieces and trying to imagine what they could mean. We know that SARS-CoV-2 was the product of dual-use research, which yes. was bioweapons. The spike protein in the so-called vaccines was taken from SARS-CoV-2. So it is also the product of bioweapons research. Now, again, I will say it again because I'm concerned that people will take it as a conclusion rather than a hypothesis. This is only a hypothesis. And when I say it's a hypothesis, it doesn't mean that I believe it's true. It means that I believe it's plausible. 
the the vaccines that people got. You may remember, I think we talked about it the last time I was here. Um, people who get more than three of these shots have an interesting effect that uh, none of us saw coming, which is the triggering of something called IgG4. IgG means immunoglobulin. It's a synonym for antibody. IgG is a class of immunoglobulin, and IgG4 is a very interesting subclass. IgG4's purpose, its biological purpose, is to turn down an immune response. So um, if your body is reacting to something it shouldn't react to, the nature has granted us a mechanism for turning down that reaction so that you don't die from, from an allergy effectively. This is what allergens do, is they try to trigger that attenuation signal in order to get the body to stop reacting to something that it shouldn't be reacting to. The fact that these shots seem to trigger the production of IgG4 is fascinating. It could just be uh, an unexpected consequence that nobody saw coming. But if you think about what it is that the folks who try to produce biological weapons want, they want a weapon that um, separates populations. In other words, a weapon is no good if it's not contagious, then you have to drop it on enough people to matter. That's difficult. If it is contagious, then your own population risks getting it. So the problem is there's not a good design mechanism to deal with that. But if the mRNA vaccines produced an attenuation signal in people who got more than three of these shots, then conceivably that attenuation signal could cause that population of people to be induced not to react to a pathogen. Mm. If you just added the spike protein to it, presumably it would trigger that signal. So here's why I'm mentioning all of this arcane biology. The Chinese did not vaccinate their population with mRNA technology or anything based on spike protein. So those two populations are now different in this regard, um, which again, might mean nothing. But what we learned so painfully in the battle uh, against the mainstream narrative over these so-called vaccines is that um, the reason that I say so-called vaccines and I try to say it every time is because what these things turned out to be is gene therapy, but that doesn't even quite cover the problem with them. They're gene therapy in the sense that they introduce a genetic message into your cells and they get your cells to translate it. But there's also a part of our bodies that absorbs messages in a whole different way. It's our immune system. Our immune system literally evolves on the scale of hours to days when you get an illness. That's how we fend off illnesses that evolve so rapidly. And so the message that was injected into so many people was like a firmware update. It was a firmware update that caused the immune of those people to take up a new way of viewing the world 
And that new way of viewing the world seems to have produced this attenuation signal uh, in response to the antigen, the spike protein antigen. So am I seeing a mirage? Let's hope so. So just to try to f flesh out or put in non-specialist terms what you may be suggesting, it's plausible that this was all an effort to make one population effectively immune from some new bioweapon and another population susceptible to it? Is that what you're saying? Uh, that is what I'm saying. And again, all it is is possible. Right. I have no evidence that this did happen except for the odd fact of this IgG4 Well, why didn't the Chinese use mRNA vaccines? I don't know. Uh, it is, let's put it this way, nobody should have. Of course. It was a technology that was just simply not fit for human consumption. But um, one does not know. And further, we got a lot of nonsense out of China that caused people, including me, to be more frightened of SARS-CoV-2 than was warranted. No, right? me too. You remember the videos of people collapsing dead in the street, right? That was nonsense. So to neutralize the vulnerability. So I've kept you too long, so, but just this is my last question. Do you think it's odd, given the price this country paid for something that China did, that in the official storyline from the White House, for example, the Chinese are never the villain. It's always the Americans. It's always some segment of our population. People who didn't take the backs are, are the villains. And the president just gave a speech saying that the other day. Why, why has no one in authority in America said a bad word about China since we discovered that they unleashed COVID on the world? <laughs> That's pretty weird, isn't it? It is weird. I have to say I'm stuck on this one because the more one knows about what role we did play, the more that this is not a simple story of, you know, one country having screwed up and, you know, unleashed hell on the world. This was a collaborative effort. Now, the question is, whose team are those collaborators on? Great question. I mean, I, I must say the whole thing I found shocking, but one of the most shocking things I never heard a single other person mention, which is since when does the United States collaborate with China on bioweapons research? You'd think they were adversaries, right? It's like not just a uniparty, but a uniworld or something. It, yes. Well, again, I think this is the place where uh, we have to we have to allow ourselves to think these thoughts and then. Somebody should talk us off the ledge and we should find out it's not nearly as bad as we fear. <laughs> but uh, but we have to we have to consider these things and reject them rather than not think them. I don't know. I know some uh, open minded people and I know some rigorously rational people. I know very few who combine those qualities as well as you do. And I just I'm such a pleasure. So this is kind of what he, he, he talked a little bit more. And I didn't have time to, to play it about the, the possible threat of uh, a Chinese. Um, the 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 one child policy that led to having. Um, and a, a large amount of males who are not going to be married, who have no real you know, prospect for a family in China, and they need a purpose in life, and they could be easily conscripted into the Chinese military, into Chinese intelligence, and then into an idea of, you know, if I'm not going to have a family, then maybe I'm, I'm going to serve a bigger purpose, and that is for a greater China, and that's for Chinese expansion. And we do know that Chinese war is not... Um, guns and bullets and tanks, and they the, the art of war for China is subterfuge. It's getting into your uh, universities. It, there there are, are literal Chinese police stations uh, in Canada and the United States that keep track of Chinese citizens while they are here, making sure that they are doing the bidding of the CCP. If you're going to be here, you're not going to be a free Chinese citizen. You're still part of one China, one world China. China, you know, going into all these other uh, countries, even in Russia, creating a lot of cheap goods for stores so that, you know, customers can buy things inexpensively, whether it's batteries or clothes. And we all take part in, in this one world China. And I think China uh, and the Chinese mantra and the, and the mindset is you already we already own you. And now we're going to outright own you. And uh, they had mentioned how Malibu is always going to be an expensive place to stay. But will it be 
um, Americans living there, or, or will it be somebody else? Will it be the Chinese? Will it be um, Klaus Schwab? You know, and maybe maybe some some people from the European Union. I don't know whoever the bad guy and the elites are, but I do know that the, the the red dragon and the giant here in the, the in the room is not some sort of Jewish conspiracy. Uh, I would say that that China is our main threat, and it's the underlying threat. It's the undertow threat. You know, Matt, you can see a tsunami, uh, but you can more easily you're more likely to drown in a river with an undertow. Um, then you are you, you you see the waves in, in in a storm, but you don't see the undertow. And China has sought to be the undertow. Yeah, it makes you wonder. Like going back to World War II, when we were defending China back then, and I don't know, like different time, China. Yeah, at the time we kind of portrayed it as, you know, we're out to protect the world and help everybody. But obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty, and you see like. Someone wrote a book like back in 1933, and it was called like the Great War in the Pacific or something like that, the Great Pacific War, and it was basically like almost like some sort of prophecy. Except, I guess anyone that was halfway with it could see it coming. That like the policies of the United States were intentionally like cutting off supplies like oil or whatever from Japan. And we're intentionally provoking them. Mm. And then, you know, it's like, okay, they even with the primitive radar back then and the Navy and, you know, people flying aircraft around looking for some sort of enemy activity coming towards Hawaii, like, you're telling me none of them saw that ahead of time? Mm. So it just makes you wonder if they're kind of like setting this thing up through some of those activities because like in 10 minutes like how do they go from being like our strong ally to like destroy america yeah that's it Uh, because before they were and it goes back to just living a basic agrarian life off the land because that's the way the majority of chinese were doing during world war ii they didn't have a lot of technological advancements they just lived old-fashioned lives Mm mm-hmm with crops and animals and stuff. And, you know, like a lot of areas, it's like the big war machine or whatever. It goes through Europe and World War One of World War Two, and you kind of eliminate a lot of the old-fashioned living and try to bring in the new. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you who uh, wants to keep to her roots, and this is a highly disturbing video here from Ilan Omar. Uh, Somalia first here. We love each other. Uh, these are areas of friction. This is Ilan Omar, uh, Congresswoman. Uh, friction that led to us to kill each other. Who protect one another to come to each other's aid and to the aid of other Muslims too. days ago, we heard some people who call themselves Somali. Or claim to be Somalis have signed on to the MOU with Ethiopia. Agreement. 
She's saying that I'm sorry my grasp of the Somali language is not that great. What a shame, ridiculing yourself. Again, uncomfortable. <laughs> And these uh, Somalis have personally called me to encourage me to speak to the U.S. government. To help Somalia, they uh, they wanted to know what the U.S. was going to do. And my answer to the Somalis was that was the U.S. government will only do what the Somalis in the U.S. tell them to do. They will do what we want and nothing else. They must follow our orders, and that is how we will safeguard our, the interests of Somalia. We Somalians must have that confidence in ourselves that we call for the shots in the U.S. We live in the U.S., pay taxes in the U.S., and we have a real voice. And she says, as long as I am in the U.S. Congress, Somalia will never be in danger. The U.S. would not dare to support anyone against Somalia to steal our land. Or our land. Sleep in comfort knowing that I am here to protect the interests of Somalia from inside the U.S. Minnesota. Uh, myself, you sent to Congress is working day and night to protect your interest. Okay, like, pause. The United States, you're here for the interests of the people in the United States that supposedly elected you? Like, you're not representing Somalia. This isn't like the United Nations or some sort of global government thing. Like, I'm here to represent Somalia. She knows your plight and that of the... I am concerned about Somalia as you guys are. protect the interests of Somalia. You know, this is... Doesn't that sound... It sounds just like a politician. Like, I'm here to represent, you know, your interest in New Jersey. Or, yep. or in Ohio. Yep. You're in, yeah. So Marjorie Taylor Green here has moved forward to censure her. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Green moved it to force a vote on censuring Ilan Omar on Thursday over this dis, dis, of a disputed translation of comments uh, and calling her a foreign agent. Green called her censured legislation to the floor as a privileged resolution, a procedural gambit that forces leadership to hold a vote within two legislative days. I guess this will be on Monday. Leadership can either bring the resolution to the floor for a vote or motion to table it, both of which would require majority support. The uh, House in uh, the House is leaving Washington Thursday and is set to reconvene on Monday. Monday, uh, Green uh, said she informed leadership that she was introducing the resolution but did not get an indication on how they would act on it. In addition to being formally censured, Green's resolution would remove Omar from the Budget Committee and Education and Workforce. I would love to expel her. I think she should be deported. I honestly do. Um, this It's not even that she's not America first. It's that she is acting as a foreign agent and should not be here anymore. Like this is, you, you don't get to be here. You're acting as a foreign agent. You're acting in the interest of another nation. You're not representing the United States of America. Um, and this is, this is wrong. This is absolutely wrong. I, I, I say you can go home. Go home now. You don't get to be here.
Um, Ilan, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene said, Ilan Omar of Somalia, I mean Minnesota. So uh, Jason Whitlock here says that he doesn't want Ilan Omar here. I don't think any of us do. I don't think it's right that she's even here. I think that, uh, did you guys know, I don't know if you know this, Matt, but she and her family lied and, and said that she was part of another um, like family to even get here. She's illegally mm-hmm. here. And she, quote unquote, married her brother. Well, it's back, right? back to the border crisis again. People coming in in an improper manner. In, it, yeah, that's to say the least, an improper manner. Well, what would they do in other countries? Like, you know, back, you know, 40, 50, 60 years ago, I mean, you read some of these Christian biographies about people trying to smuggle Bibles into the communist bloc and into, like, the what was then the USSR and stuff like that. Mm. And... You know, they'd have to get, like, forged documents to get in the yep, country. Well, she forged her way in. Yeah, if they find out that you're not following their program, yeah. like, boom, you're out, and you're on some sort of list. Yeah, so I know. if you go to yeah, the border you again, you're not coming she, back in. You this, can go somewhere she, else. Exactly. Here's Jason Whitlock. I can't get him big. Sorry. Where is he? Let me see. Could I make him big? And everybody oh, else. Did. Hang on. Oh, there we go. It's just a... a, a Ilhan Light. They need to go too. All the people that have decided that they're smarter than the founding documents and, 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 and that all the founders are horrible and, and this whole thing needs to be turned on its head. They're idiots and we don't have to tolerate them. Mm. Inclusion doesn't mean, well, uh, the very idiots who have built nothing. We have to be tolerant of them. Right. Though, I'm not even saying I built anything. I'm appreciative of what was built. That's all I am. And if, if you don't have any appreciation for what was built here in this country. Hmm. I don't think you're very bright. I think you've been caught up in some false narratives. I think you've been programmed and brainwashed and influenced into believing things that do not serve your best interest. It's a fad. Yeah. Um, uh, Braille here says, um, all the real power is hidden. She's just another pawn on the board like Biden, uh, like Trump. Without the puppeteers, she would still be in Somalia. Hi, Mom. She says, I just got here. How is everyone, Mom? It's been a it's been a show. We thought we had gunshots. They were fireworks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Uh, the uh, foundation of the Constitution is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Wouldn't it be considered treason to have a higher allegiance to another country? That's what I want to know. Your gratitude has been removed. Gratitude. I believe you have a misunderstanding of the Bible and Christianity. <laughs> Yes, you got to misunderstand it in this country and then look around the world and you're not filled with a spirit of gratitude. Mm. You're doing life wrong. You're doing life wrong. Amen, Jason. All right. I've got this. Why do we need a parental rights amendment? I agree 100 percent with, you know, anybody. But I mean, 
I just love Jason because he's one of those guys that he just lets it fly. He lets it fly. Yeah. Okay, he so says what everyone else this this say. guy here says communists uh, basically say that the state owns your kids. Here's why. The state needs to be the ultimate guarantor of a child's well-being. There's just no alternative to that. The reason parent-child relationships exist is because the state confers legal parenthood. The reason the state they in, have to, not gives your, you legal parenthood. That's the only they're, thing. They're not God's children that are, you know, not your secondarily. Kids. Like not your kids. The state the allows children. you, and the state can yeah, take those, it away. They're those not children your kids. Are part of the matrix. Can you believe that? Okay, well, that's it. That, that, that's my punchline because now we're frozen. Do, 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 do. Well, that was the line. That was the line. I got, I got a little... Uh, I have to go back to the main screen here. I'm going to pop us back over. The state owns your kids. What do you guys think of that? Do you think the state owns your kids? You guys part of a state-owned... So we've had a lot going on this week. Tomorrow is the most important day, I think, of, of, of this, this year so far. And that's going to be the um, convoy tomorrow. And I'm very, very excited about it. And we are going to be streaming it. So please pop in and pray with us because I got this, this word. And if you guys are here a little bit late, you may not have heard um, this word that I got. I sent it to a few friends. Um, fire and ice, fire and ice. Now, I, that has been going over and over my head for, for months and months and months and months. And I could never understand what the ice was. I know what the burning is. Lord, burn away everything in me that's not of you. Judge me now so I don't have to be judged later, okay? For months, I have been saying this over and over in my spirit, and I didn't understand, and I finally got it today. After watching that, I clicked play on that um, Brett Weinstein video with uh, Tucker Carlson, and it just came to me. Immigration, the ice means immigration and customs enforcement. The Lord is telling me fire and ice. Ice as in ice. I-C-E, the immigration customs enforcement. Uh, fire is judgment. Judgment is coming over the border. That's what the Lord is saying is what's coming over the border right now is judgment on our nation. Okay? And we can't just stop it secularly or, or with that laws. Because it's a judgment of God. The reason the convoy is down there is to repent and ask God to remove the judgment that is coming over on our nation, coming over the border. It's so much bigger than we can imagine. Brett Weinstein went down with Jan, Michael Jan, to the Daring Gap. What he saw shook him, and he didn't want to spread false conclusions. Um, I didn't believe, I don't believe Brett is a Christian. He's an evolutionist. However, he sees evolution almost as a punishment when things get out of order. He's kind of saying that evolution is maybe a part of this, but it's evil, something evil here. Uh, he saw so many Chinese, especially men. China's one child policy has led to expendable men, men they could use as soldiers. I don't know uh, if that is the case, but I do know China has a long game war against America, not to destroy the land, but to devour our resources, Possi possibly move in but not with guns and bullets. COVID hit first. COVID was war. We are in the midst of a multi-phased war. Next phase hasn't dropped and everybody's waiting for the phase to drop, the shoe to drop. Whatever is coming next is being transported over the border. That's a word from God. Pray this weekend that the plot is foiled and revealed. Now, I don't say this to put you in fear. I say this to put you in faith because what is happening is that the judgment of God is coming upon America. If you would like to save it, if you would like to save yourself from this, you always can because that's how God works through the Bible. 
God does not punish those or judge those in a negative manner, even those who were righteous, who, who got taken into Babylonian captivity, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel, and Ezra, and Nehemiah. God blessed them, and God took care of them, even while God was judging Israel for 70 years. So even in judgment, you could be protected. He even told people to go into Babylon, yeah, and, 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 well, yeah. and they would be fruitful and multiply and, and to, to, to build homes and, yeah, and have you, jobs and all that stuff. You better plant some vineyards. And, you're going to be there a little while. rooted in. Yeah, you're going to be here a little while. You're going to be a little while. You're going to be here a little while. And, and we're going to be in whatever the situation is for a little while. And, and God is saying to us right now. And isn't it such a blessing to think about? You know, it's like some sort of big giant concert like your favorite, Taylor Swift, coming into town or something like that. Lord have mercy. <laughs> if you didn't you know, catch the first half of our show. Yeah, super annoying. But, you know, some sort of secular things going on, and then everyone's flocking to it. It's mm -hmm. like everyone's coming to America for the great revival. Everyone wants to get saved, be in the power and presence of God. They want That's why you're Ghost. coming. They're that's why they, we want them coming. So uh, we want them coming through the revival tent that's happening right now uh, in, in uh, 30 miles north of the um, the Eagle Pass. And we are just going to send a, 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 say a prayer over all of you who are doing God's work. Thank you for doing God's work, Robert, Jamie, uh, Doc, Pete. You know what Doc said? He said that there were some men who in the beginning came and they came with kind of a rah-rah, let's get them, let's hold the border line. And Doc said that that's not what we're here for. We're here to pray and we're here for a peaceful assembly. And they were like, that's fine that you're doing that, but that's not why we came and they went home. Isn't it awesome to think that, they went you home. know, one of these days. They wanted to be rah-rah-rah, yeah, let's hold the border. Yeah, the migrants, ready with the the migrants are going to say, yeah, you know, in our hearts, like we've been supporting this underground church home church movement thing in china and other places around the world or the middle east or whatever but you know this is awesome we can experience christ and walking out our faith with the lord here in america for a little bit you know take it back to our countries and make christianity mainstream mm -hmm. yeah you can have allegiance to a country and still question its uh leadership running the country we do all the time you you, you can i mean you should uh, but she's here. Uh, she's here for Somali first, herself first. Um, let's see, where are you, where are you guys at? You guys are back here. Excuse me. I gathered my child, my children for nine months and gave birth to them. They do not belong to the state. Oh, mom's got some older ones. I think she's got you got new ones coming out, mom. It's a spiritual war. To be clear, most of God's judgment from Braille is baked in. God's judgment is the withdrawal of his grace and the ensuing result of our sin um, brings death on every front. There is that. And then there are, you know, I'm sure you're you're uh, aware, Braille. Um, is that how you say Braille? Um, of times in the Bible where God says and sets down specific judgments. And he says, if you don't do this, I'm going to do that. Right. Um and and those are those are in the covenant and and lifting God's God's hands here. God let the Israelites be taken over when they were fell out of um, obedience. Um, your hidden porn habit is bringing disintegration on the fabric of our being. Absolutely. So I would say this though. I'm um, sorry. I kick your mic. There are and we we've talked about this. There are national. There's 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 individual judgment on what you've done personally. And then there's national judgment what the nation nations are doing, right? So God deals with individuals and he deals with nations. Well, so right just, now God is dealing with our nation for the nation's laws that well, we have down to like, allowed and the sin we have allowed and been part of. 
as individuals. The American society way of life that we've had for like the last 50, 100 years. No you way, know, no. God's basically saying it, it doesn't work. And so, you know, you've had your time scratching that and going back to basics. Because I think that a lot of people are happy to kind of work on themselves, but they're not happy to work on the nation or the rules of, and, and Christians withdraw themselves from government. There is a consequence there and, and we're punished for that. Abraham Lincoln believed that the Civil War was punishment for na the national sin of slavery, not because a few individuals owned slaves, but because we allowed it. We allowed it. We're allowing abortion. We're allowing these things. So anyways, love you guys. I love your comments. Um, sorry, I read it out of context. What did I mean? What did, what did you mean? Did I read it out of context? I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to read you out of context. We could psych. You, ha you can have allegiance to a country and still question its leadership running the country. Are you saying that about Somalia? You can question the Somalian. I, I took it as we're, we're, you can question our leadership of our kind of We're questioning I some do. of the things that go on right, right now. Because obviously, like... Where is Michelle? She is at a pet visit. The right, she popped out on us. The right-left paradigm, whatever you want to call it, system they have right now. Either you have left-leaning views or right-leaning views. Mm -hmm. And then whatever side you're on, you never question anything. And you just go along with... Everything George Bush or, ah. you know. People are heading over to Bards. You're says. headed over to Bards. Bards, 9 o'clock. All right, so we're going to sign yep. off here. We love you guys. God loves you. Uh, don't forget to check out uh, people who we support and and, and support uh, Resistance Chicks, OBE, uh, Organic Body Essentials. Guys, amazing products there. I love the CBD. If you've got back problems, arthritis, uh, it's well worth um, the investment there. Uh, the facial products, I love this. This one is the um, Flawless Face Serum. Absolutely love it. It's I just love it. I love it. I love it. I love all of her products. She prays over them. Uh, check out the My Pillow Guy. Use promo code RC. Get yourself your pillows, your sheets, your mattress, your mattresses. Um, we're praying for for everybody. We're praying for you guys. And don't forget to check out um, ITM Trading because now is the time to get into gold, to get into silver. Um, this here right here was given to us. Uh, this is a two ounce. Uh, oh, no. Is this one given to us by, I think, um, one of us is given to us by Sherry and one of us is given. I think this was one given to us by um, Kirby. Um, I think this was one by Kirby. Because uh, he was he does gold and silver. And we're still praying for Kirby, believing for him. Um, he was a ardent believer in, in getting your um, finances um, moved over to gold and silver. And if you guys do that, give ITM trading a call. Help them give, uh, let them give you a free strategy call. All right. Kirby, Kirby, Kirby did. Okay. Thanks, mom. Uh, thanks for an exciting show. Yes, it was exciting show. It was a little bit crazy and say, okay, Matt, uh, the scar above your lip, explain punch up in a bar. Demolition working on construction projects. You know, you can, uh, it was a, he got hit by a board, yeah, but there was no person boards. on the other side of that board. Yeah, there's two of them. It was two different boards. He got in a fight with himself, but he won. <laughs> we did our own uh, Steri Strip fix on that. Yeah. All right, guys. So I'm going to sign off here. We love you guys. God loves you. Don't forget the uh, Dan Patch r revival uh, we've got going on, which is uh, boom. 2024, by the way. <laughs> uh, next Saturday, so just just a, just a week away, and we're excited. The power of God is going to fall. We love you guys. God loves you. I just pray a blessing over your your family. I pray a blessing over your life, and I pray a blessing over this convoy tomorrow. I pray that anointing will fall. I pray that your um, 
I pray that your your spirit will be there. I pray for revival on the border. And I thank you, Father God, that everything that we've talked about tonight is not going to instill fear, but hope and and joy. And I just pray that everybody in, in the sound of my voice is receiving their instructions on high from the Holy One, that they enter into their calling. And I think that you're removing anything that would be in their way from, from fulfilling all that you have for them. And I thank you that you're blessing them coming in, that you're blessing them coming out, you're blessing them with farms and faith and families and love and joy and peace from the top of their eyes to the bottom of their feet. You're healing Kirby up. I just thank you for everybody who needs healing, that you're blessing, that you're, you're rebuilding cells right now. You're rebuilding their minds, their, their emotions. Uh, you're, you're supplying all their needs according to riches and glory through Christ Jesus. And we just thank you for it in Jesus' name. All right, guys. Um, Back to a Christian agrarian lifestyle. Amen. Remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory. If it's actually the truth, I got an ending here. I wanted to do mom's ending. Mom's ad ending. Michelle, is it up? Do it. Can I do it? Which one would it be? Which would be? Um, I, she has these things on the side here. Founders Bible promo, Book of Re Daniel, Red Pill screen share. Um, ah, there it is. I'm gonna end with that one. Here we go. Boom. See this black box right here? No, well, there's I'm gonna an show ad. You something on, right there's now. an ad. Some people are concerned that they might have there's to go for ad. a long period of time without power. Here's the truth about the coming food crisis. This might be your only warning. According to official reports, dangerous global events have reached America, putting the entire nation in harm's way. Despite this imminent crisis, mainstream media remains silent. And our own government ignores dire warnings of industry experts like fourth-generation American farmers who warn food shortages are coming. Imagine the panic of seeing empty grocery store shelves, not for a few days, but for several weeks or even months. The loss will be beyond what you can imagine. As a result of this crisis, survival food is more important than ever. If you don't take action, or if you stockpile the wrong foods, you could be setting your family up to go hungry in a time of crisis. It sounds harsh. Talk about the failure of the dollar. I am so I'm sorry. That Zang, was not Chief the ending. That was an ITM trading. There was an ad on our ending. I'm not even kidding. A student, a banker, and a stockbroker. After all, the dollar's been around since you were born. The fact that according to the Federal Reserve, there is only three cents of purchasing power left in the U.S. dollar. The FDIC only has a little more than one penny in reserve for every insured dollar in the FDIC insured banks. The money of the U.S. began to transition in 1913. Governments and corporations had two key goals. Number one, governments wanted to be able to tax the public invisibly and without legislation. And number two, corporations wanted to pay employees less, but they had to do it invisibly. Building inflation into the currency accomplishes both those goals. 20th of an ounce of gold coin, which is about half the size of my pinky fingernail, or this one ounce silver, or a dollar bill. All of them at that time would buy 11 loaves of bread. Either be a dollar, maybe it buys a quarter of a loaf. The silver dollar still buys you 11 loaves of bread. Yeah. The $1 gold coin buys you, the last time I checked, about 135 loaves of bread. Yeah. <laughs>